multiverse. <clears throat> Five, four, three, two, one. And hello and welcome everyone to the Comic Multiverse episode number 100, Matt. A milestone in podcast. 100. Woo. Technically our... Here's to another 100. <laughs> here's to another 100. Technically, Matt, this is our third show that we've been on that's hit 100 episodes. Yeah, yeah. In the in the post-crisis continuity of Cape Joel <laughs> and Fortress of Solitude map, but we don't talk about that. That got retconned out of existence. We got retconned out of existence. <laughs> but but the true believers know over on Earth 2, Matt and Joel still exist and are still fighting the good fight. <laughs> and one day we might get crisis back in, but maybe not. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Ah, uh, thank you, Mr. Giggles, joining us in the chat. That's that's another thing that's going to be different about this show, everyone. We're doing it live. We're live, pal. We're doing it live, goddammit. Damn it, goddammit, we're doing it live. Does that <laughs> joke still track? People still get that Bill O'Reilly joke, right? Yeah, well, some people might. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's, too, it's too good. It's too good to let die. But yes, we're doing this live for the first time, as we promised we would. Fingers, fingers crossed, nothing is fucked up yet. Nothing has gone to hell yet. Yeah, not, nothing. I can't tap wood because I don't have anything wood in my room, but no, yeah. I'll, I'll tap wood for you. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> there we go. That was that was the desk I was doing this on. Like, you know, the second I tap this, the whole thing's going to fall apart, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, we're doing this live. we got at least 26 people watching right now. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday at 9. This is about an hour before Matt and I normally record. People have said before, Matt, you know, would you ever take the show live? We've thought about it, but it's like, who's around Sunday at 10 who would watch us? It's such a weird hour to do a show. It is. It's such a weird hour, especially, like, with Sunday being the day when, like, st when like all the big TV shows are on. So people are off watching Westworld or Game of Thrones or whatever whatever else is on yeah we, we would only be competing with the biggest stuff on television and the reason the show became sunday at 10 is a leftover from the days when i did like a hundred shows a week and i'm like when when am i free when can me and matt do a thing we, we need an hour so i can still like you know kind of rest and kind you know recharge my batteries but you know still get another show out thankfully that's been trimmed back a bit now yeah yeah to a more reasonable thing and oh thank you uh mr giggles and thank you king claude who have actually done some cheering yes i am partnered on twitch everyone i do video game stuff sometimes i'm not used to getting this many donations though matt it's a very special day because you're you're, <laughs> you're you're my good luck charm um the good luck charm i'm on twitch as well but i don't i mainly do it through like the playstation yeah, yeah. and i haven't done it in a while mainly because i haven't had the time or anything mm. but yeah um I, I want to do a bit more of, like, like streaming games and stuff. You know what you got to do? What I do is you set up the OBS and the PlayStation app on your computer. That way you can just capture one screen and you don't need any cords and you can still fuck around and do overlays and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been going really well for me. And again, I would probably stream more if I wasn't on so many shows and didn't have to do two to three comic videos a day. But I hope to do it some more. Yeah yeah that's uh that's my thing there so uh yes everyone believe it or not we do actually have some news for this week it was a surprisingly big week i assumed there'd be nothing to talk about i did i did as well but yeah there, there was quite a bit of comic book news to talk about yeah yeah here let's uh let's hop on in 
I got the news right here in front of me. We can chat it up. Uh, I guess the first thing uh, that was announced here, this is uh, something that happened earlier in the week. DC is going to be doing more of those Warner Brothers Looney Tunes crossovers like what they did from last year. That's pretty cool. I, I really like the, um, uh, which one was it? The Elmer Fudd Batman one, which is ironically is written by Tom King. But, I know, um, we actually enjoyed him, and apparently he was very <laughs> proud of himself, because in his annual, he made that shit canon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed the Jonah Hex one, of course, because I love Jonah Hex. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a really good one, yeah. That was a fun one. We got a couple interesting ones here. We have Catwoman versus uh, Tweety, so they're doing like a Sylvester and Tweety romp with Catwoman. That makes sense. Yeah, it's written by Gail Simone. Yes, which you know I'm fucking stoked about that. She's (laughs) she's having a good year, Gail Simone. She's got Domino, which is cracking the top ten. No one thought that was possible. Alex Ross is doing a variant cover for her Plastic Man run, and now she's doing this. Yeah, yeah. Her Plastic Man run has me really interested. Same same here. She also may have gotten name-dropped in Deadpool, but we'll talk about that when we do uh, <laughs> the spoiler cast. There was a little bit of name-dropping going on in that movie. There was, there was. Most definitely. Uh, there's going to be Lex Luthor and Porky Pig, which at first I'm like, that's a weird <laughs> pairing. Then I'm like, oh, because, you know, he's, he's like a rich one percenter dude. You know, he is the pig of capitalism eating up the little guy. I'm like, yeah, I, I feel that. Yeah, I get that. Who's who's going to be the hero and who's going to be the villain in that story, though, I wonder? Because Porky's usually <laughs> the dude who's always getting fucked with. So I wonder. Yeah. May, may, yeah, they'll probably paint him as, like, a hero. Oh. But, like, like... Like, like like a victim of, of Lex Luthor. Yeah, I could see that. Like, maybe he's a dude that he pushes too far and Porky's just like, you know, no more. Can't stand no more. Those Warner Brothers loved speech impediments, didn't they? Yeah. Joker and Daffy Duck. I'm like, okay, okay. That's something. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, but also, alright. Alright, I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. They're both... Like, here's the thing, Daffy Duck, especially in his solo cartoons, he's a bit of a fucking psychopath on his own, so to see him teamed up with the Joker makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it'd be funny as well if, like, the Joker is, like, the one of both of them that think is, like, that this is crazy yeah like 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 what the fuck you're a talking duck this is too weird even for me or to or to have joker be like wow you know i i thought i was crazy but you're absolutely sick daffy (laughs) putting dynamite down people's pads i wouldn't think of that on the best of days (laughs) now which joker is it which one of the three jokers is it your guess is as good as mine and you know what they're gonna do in that joker daffy bit they're gonna have the duck season rabbit season bit but it's gonna be clown season duck season clown season duck season (laughs) they're gonna pull out all the stops and i personally can't wait for it yeah but yeah uh, oh the chat brought this one up too i didn't write this one down but i should probably mention it because it's very pertinent to our uh our interests uh, they announced this week, too, that, yes, Tomasi and the Super Sons will return in a 12-issue maxi-series. Yeah, yeah, Adventures of the Super Sons. Yeah, why it's a maxi-series, I do not know. I uh, Yeah, I don't know either. Fe- feels like if this is the way you were going to do it, you could have just kept going with Super Sons <laughs> as was. 
Yeah, I, I don't understand why they they cancelled it only to bring it back. It kind of makes me think that, like, oh, they realise that, like, oh, this people really like this series. Mm. We we, sh- we probably shouldn't have cancelled it, but it can't really go back on it now because that'll make us look stupid. Uh, so, new, new series, quote-unquote. Uh, do, do you think it's one of those, uh, like, new Coke situations where it's like, yeah, people really seem to be loving Super Sons. We're not going to fix what ain't broken. Let's pretend we're going to take it away just to sheer up the numbers for this new maxi series that that could be another reason as well it could also be that whole thing of like oh we get a new number one exactly we, we can we can you know do everything with this with a billion variants and yeah. all this sort of stuff we yeah can, we can roll it into the creative refresh uh there which you know I'm, yeah i'm hearing lots of conflicting reports about that too because again you know if you listen to another episode i had a pretty hot inside tip that Young Justice to correspond or to correspond with season three of Young Justice, the show, is basically a go. They have a writer for it and everything. And my theory was, oh, oh, is that why Aqualad is off the new Teen Titans and why they're shuffling teams around like this because they want a team that looks like the show? And because there is no Connor Superboy, would they want the John Superboy in there? Yeah, yeah, it definitely feels like they're going to be doing something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's something where it's like, well, okay, you, you get 12 here, finish off your story, and we can move on to something else. Personally, I'm just happy to see that Tomasi is going to be writing some more Superman. Yeah, yeah, he's still within the Superman family, for now at least. For now, and also, too, as the chat is saying, it's just nice to know John is safe for another year at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Bendis isn't going to kill him yet. <laughs> Bendis is just eyeing him from across the office, looking at his chops <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to fucking delete you so hard. You don't even know I'm going to make your parents get divorced. You're going to go through an emo phase. I have so many ideas for you. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that, Mr. Bendis? <laughs> <laughs> oh you'll see you'll all see soon oh also people asking why i'm drinking uh cranberry sparkling water it was on sale oh is that all is it cranberry sparkling that's fancy yeah fa- fancy schman again i bought it for a buck it's the no-name brand it's it's selection <laughs> which is a real shit brand in canada if you know that <laughs> I figured we'd be in for the long haul, so I'd have to get something big to drink. Uh, speaking of new books, and we were another one that uh, really took me by surprise this week. The West Coast <clears throat> Avengers is coming back under Kelly Thompson. Yeah, so we, I guess we're going to have two Avengers books now. Which is kind of taking it back to the old status quo anyways when it was just main Avengers and West Coast Avengers. Yeah, yeah, and the and the team makeup looks quite interesting. It does. We have Hawkeye, both of them actually, both the Kate Bishop and the Clint Barton version, basically being den mother and father to a bunch of, you know, fan favorite quirky characters. You got America Chavez, you got Gwenpool, you got the guy that Kate Bishop was dating at the end of her series that was also being written by Kelly Thompson. Yeah, so it's quite an eclectic bunch of people. Very much so, which, you know, we applauded Marvel for being like, look, we're getting rid of all the superfluous Avengers books. It's just going to be a one Avengers book you got to buy now. Okay, one mainline Avengers book you got to buy now. And and, and one quirky little cult side one for those of you who are too cool for the main one. So, yeah, I mean, I have no problem with that. Actually, truth be told, I had been working on a new Avengers pitch myself for a long time, like a West Coast pitch. And it was more or less the same thing, only I would have had Wonder Man in the Clint Barton role. 
Yeah, yeah, they, they should have should have put like Wonder Man or someone on the team. He hasn't been doing much. He, no. I mean, he got ripped in half by the Hulk, but yeah, that's about it. <laughs> for real, it's like he need, he, he needs something of a step up. But yeah, hey, good good for the Hawkeyes for sticking around. And if you were a fan of that Kelly Thompson run, this looks to be a pretty solid continuation of that run. I know I read the first issue, and I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is kind of different. Don't have room for it on the pull list, though. But God bless the people who do. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's West Coast Avengers. Everyone looks to be looks to be very different. Uh, another piece of news here to careen back to DC for a second. Now, Matt, one of the hottest topics you and I have been covering is when the hell are they going to announce a new Detective Comics creative team? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they tricked me this week. I thought they did. I thought Michael Morrissey was going to take <coughs> over the book. I was all excited about it. I sent congratulations on Twitter only for him to write me back and be <laughs> like, actually, uh, actually, it's only one issue I'm penciled in, though. But thank you for being excited, though. <laughs> Which I went from being really happy to really like, oh, to then just confused. Because I'm like, whoa, 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 wait. So you're delaying the Detective Comics with Black Lightning by yeah. like by like a very long period of time. Like it should have been out by now. You're delaying that. Mm -hmm. And then on top of it, you're only penciling this guy in for one issue to finish out the year. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very strange. Yeah, at first they... At first, I thought they cancelled the Black Lightning issue because oh. uh, that's that's what it seemed like they were doing because they they replaced it, replaced the the numbering of that issue with a story about like the Outsiders or something. Yes, they moved a bunch of shit around. <clears throat> yeah, and then then they moved the the uh, the Black Lightning till later, and then they got this this guy just like oh one issue, one issue. It's what is what is happening with Detective Comics? What is going on with that? Is this is this another Doomsday Clock issue where it's like, well, Doomsday Clock was supposed to set the stage for what we were going to do in Detective Comics. Now we can't do it. Can they can they not find a writer? What's the problem? Yeah, yeah. There's like no one want Detective Comics. <laughs> I don't know why. To uh, d does no one want to follow James Tynan? He did a really good job, but I mean, come on, no one's got anything. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Detective Comics doesn't get screwed over. I especially hope it doesn't get screwed over now in a day and age where it's like, okay, read this or read Batman. Yeah, read read Detective. It's better. Yeah, read. That's what I've been telling people. Read Detective. It's better. Yeah. Read White Knight. It's better. Read anything. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So that's that's your Detective Comics news, everyone. Stay stay posted for when we inevitably know who the hell's writing this. Well, maybe we won't. Maybe it'll just be a surprise. We'll pick the issue up and, oh, is this this oh, writer? Wait, I'm writing it? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the the fans get to write the issue. Good God. <laughs> oh, God. Good it's, God. It's like, it's like Twitch plays Pokemon, Twitch <laughs> writes a comic. Oh, God. <laughs> just the most insane thing ever. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, more, more power to that series. Uh... Now, here's actually a bit of good news here. Uh, for anyone who's listened to our show or any other show online, I'm sure you've heard the sad state of affairs that Stan Lee has been in in the last couple months. Yeah, he's going through some shit. He's going through some shit right there, from getting sued to getting a bunch of money stolen from him to apparently getting dragged around to cons in a catatonic state and barely being able to sign his own name. It's been really sad... And I think we all assumed this was going to have a tragic ending, but there actually seems to be a bit of a positive development. He seemingly got control of his Twitter page again earlier the last, like, a week, two weeks ago. 
Yeah, he like tweeted out that like this is his first ever tweet like by himself because yeah, usually, yeah. it's it's always like I I know a lot of people don't know this but like a lot of these pages are run by like PR groups. They're not yeah. run by Stan Lee or Robert Downey it's Jr. True, yeah. They're run by PR groups. But yeah, uh, it's quite quite interesting to see that he actually got that account back. Mm -hmm that he seemingly wrestled control away from it. Uh, he's been putting some more videos up recently. Hasn't really been talking about his issues. He's kind of just been, like, trying to have people be like, hey, it's all cool, I'm fine, everything's getting better. But a piece of news that broke this week that's kind of interesting, Stan Lee is <coughs> suing POW Entertainment for $1 billion. Now, how familiar are you, uh, Matt, with POW Entertainment? A little bit, a little bit. It's another one of Stan Lee's companies. Stan Lee has had terrible yeah. luck with his companies. He's been in a legal battle with Stan Lee Media, the company that bears his name for, like, decades now that got stolen mm -hmm. away from him by someone else and was still trading on his name. POW was the company he set up after that. Well, apparently the people at POW have screwed him over, and apparently now he's suing the people in charge of POW for money that he's owed. Yeah, he, he can't catch a break. <laughs> he really, he really can't, and that's a real shame that this poor dude... Uh, you know, who just lost his wife, who's getting older and everything, who, you know, seems to have a lot of leeches and bloodsuckers around him. I mean, more more power to him on this one. I hope uh, I hope it all works out for him. Yeah, yeah, especially in his age. He shouldn't be dealing with stuff like this. No, he shouldn't. This is where you should have a good power of attorney or a good, like, heir apparent or something to take care of your shit. I mean, I hope when we're that age, Matt, we have someone else to run this show for us. <laughs> run run our billion dollar empire <laughs> yes the comic multiverse empire coming soon <laughs> we promise we'll be a good empire yes we pro we'll be one of the good ones not the star wars one <laughs> not not any evil space empire that you know of <laughs> we'll be we'll be a good federation but not the firefly federation which is the inverse of that where in that case the federation was bad <laughs> we won't be we won't be one of those i just figured this would be a nice piece of news to tell people like hey it actually looks like shit's getting a little better for stan yeah hopefully hopefully and also too to head on over to the chat there thank you king claude and trappy who uh gave some more cheers there much appreciated you can tell matt and i aren't used to doing these type of live shows where i'm like wait what's happening over here numbers lots of things <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i'm not really familiar with twitch at all so like no. i'm like what what's going on what's happening bright bright lights bright colors i don't know what to <laughs> smash the like button yes <laughs> something like that i think is what you're supposed to tell people to do in this situation i don't know <laughs> do we do we strip Fortnite, matt i don't know that's what people are doing that's the new it thing i think <laughs> Uh, and uh, from that story, from the world of comics and entertainment and lawsuits to the world of television, uh, a pretty big announcement coming this week from CW uh, and all of those involved. Batwoman is going to be coming to the Arrowverse, and apparently she's going to be the big new inductee in this year's crossover. Yeah, and the the first thing I thought, I didn't even think of like, oh, how's this going to affect her with Batman? And the first thing I thought was like, oh, is her and Sarah going to get along because both ah. of them are gay? I mean, and, and these shows have to remind us that they're gay every every time. What a what a double edged sword. On one hand, it's like, oh, cool, you have more you know LGBT characters than just about anyone else on television. Oh, oh, but they all sleep with each other though. 
because apparently you don't know how people like that actually interact in real life. But yes, you're, you're absolutely right. People with, Within minutes, people were already shipping Kate with everyone else on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's a thing. I Honestly, I think doing Batwoman over Batman is kind of a really smart idea because she is a cane. She is kind of related to the Wayne family, deeply tied to Gotham, and you get to do that without having all the baggage of Bruce. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's true. It's true, and it, it as well sets up like a base for like if they want to bring Batman in later. Yeah. Um. The the interesting thing is like they they didn't specify like which universe she's from. No, no, they did not specify what universe she now, was from. Now, lo- logic makes me think, oh, she might be from the Supergirl one because mm-hmm. we've had hints of Batman in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mag- Maggie Sawyer is in that one. That's right. Um, she has a long-standing relationship with. Yeah, so, like, uh, all these characters are in that universe, so it makes me assume it's going to be from that, but chances are it's probably going to be a new universe. Yeah, exactly. They could do a brand new universe. Uh, she's she's from the Black Lightning universe, so we can tie that in, too, because he's <laughs> apparently also out on his own. Yeah, yeah. Which, which, no word yet on if Black Lightning is going to be joining this crossover, but the fact that they already greenlit Season 2 leads me to believe that, yeah, Black Lightning will be here, too. I think he won't join. I think he'll join when the ratings go down. Oh, right. I wonder, too, with Batwoman, it's like, okay, are you going to be using all of her villains, like Alice and the monsters and everything else, or will you be using all of the D-tier Batman villains that Arrow has already fought and already introduced? Yeah, yeah. Again, that's like another thing, like with, like, what universe they come from. If they're coming from the Arrow universe, he's already fought, like... Half of Batman's rogues gallery. <laughs> Everyone except for like the big, uh, like the big seven. Yeah, yeah. So like, well, like, what do you do now? I'd like to see like them adapt, like maybe the colony. Mm, that's a good storyline. Although you would have to, you'd have to build up the relationship with her dad first. So he would need to be a good guy first before you do the colony. Yeah, well, you could always do like she comes from a universe where that future that we've seen in Detective Comics happened, right. and yeah. she's already and she's already kind of evil. But then, as well, you sort of fall into the realm of like, oh, well, this is kind of like, you know, that like the Crisis on Earth X one where there's yeah, like yeah. slightly looking Nazi soldiers wandering around and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I would use Elegy as a base elegy is pretty good because it's a nice slice of everything that is batwoman it's like hey here's flashbacks to her life at west point you know here's her growing up with her father the murder of her mother uh her arch nemesis who might also be her sister is the thing that's totally something they could do yeah that'd be really cool i wonder if they will go paranormal with batwoman because that's the thing that kind of makes her different from batman or at least it did make her different for a bit where they're like well let's make her the paranormal one of the bat family yeah that'd be very interesting to see if they do like because i know they're not afraid to do paranormal stuff on these shows no especially not now and it would be a good way to shut people up to be like yes it's batwoman not batman ours is different yeah ours is different and this is the way in which it is different but hey you know what that's that's not the only bat family related news this week uh coming to tv uh gotham it was announced that they're gonna (laughs) finally be ending their run next season where it's like jesus christ you got six seasons out of this that ain't bad considering i didn't think you would make it one 
No, yeah, they six seasons. That's very interesting, and yeah, they said this last season is they're going to stray away from what they've been doing and make it more like. I think they said about Bruce becoming Batman. I'm like, but isn't he technically already Batman? I've I've seen the proto suit and I've seen him hanging out with Joker Boy, and I'm just like, oh boy, this is this is this is yeah. why I don't watch the show. <laughs> in the in the season finale, I didn't see. It. I just saw like a clip of it online. They Which they had like too. Bruce. It, Bruce interrogating the Joker. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? There's like a, a child in this interrogation room. Interrogating another child. Where are the drugs? <laughs> but yes, yeah, so there, that show's going to be done. Gotham's going to be wrapping up. And instead of doing my idea of being like, okay, now this is done. Can you do an actual real deal adaptation of GCPD, please? No, they're going to be doing another show for another network, Epics which is like poor man's HBO for those yeah. who don't know, but it's a brand new series called Pennyworth and it's going to be focusing on the rich, interesting history of Alfred. Yeah. And the thing is like the, the way they explain the show, they're going to go, Oh, we've got to delve into like his, his time as an SAS soldier and all this. I'm like, so you're just going to be making a network TV action Military drama. drama. Yeah. That's all. It w that just happens to share the names with some characters that were in a comic. Yep. See, we basically and then, like they can't do anything interesting either because they can't have like Batman show up or, nope. or or did you think they will? Or did you think they have like Thomas Wayne show up uh, as like his partner or something? Uh, well, hey, as Krypton has shown us, uh, Brainiac travels back in time to kill Alfred. <laughs> and because of that, <laughs> you get all these future references and stuff you wouldn't normally get. They, they, they'll be a Batman cowl and, and it's slowly dissolving oh, like yeah. the Bat Superman cape. <laughs> and only Alfred can help. <laughs> only Alfred can help. Is, isn't it so weird that after the success of the CW shows and everything else, what is with this new revived interest in let's do superhero shows minus superheroes? Uh, prequels like what what makes people think that these are good like some of them are good like krypton is good but then and but that's like one in like how many yeah and and krypton i i continue to argue is good in spite of itself yeah yeah i i, I know what you mean yeah it's actually working within the restraints and actually kind of being cool with it like fuck uh again i saw brainiac there in that clip and i'm like why does brainiac look so good yeah, exactly. Like it's it has it's better than it has any right to be. It really, really is. Because like again, and you can listen back to old episodes where they pitched Krypton, and you and I are both like, "Boo, bullshit." Yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, it didn't sound right, but they pulled it off somehow. Yeah. Oh yes, and as the chat reminds us too, that Metropolis show that they were working on yeah. stopped and are now retooling. Yeah, well, didn't they also have, like, a Wonder Woman one they were doing called Amazon? Oh, yeah, that was also um, supposed to be for the CW that got retooled. Yeah, and I imagine they've probably got, like, a billion other shows on the burner. I'm sure if we look through Greg Berlanti's underwear drawer, I'm sure there's multiple discarded <laughs> scripts for stuff he was going to be working on. <laughs> look, look, I promise, I'll get to Metropolis, I'll get to Pennyworth, but, you know, first I need to finish Archie Fox everybody don't don't you mean riverdale <laughs> yeah but i tried to pitch it as archie fox but they didn't want that so they called it riverdale kept everything else though as a uh, cyborg soldier said in the chat they could use deathstrokes butler wintergreen in that oh. pennyworth show but that but that's implying that these writers read the comics yeah yeah, yeah i 
know, right? And know who Wintergreen is. I know. <laughs> Shit, that's the thing. If you want to do a show about a badass butler, do a Wintergreen show and show us uh, Slade Wilson before he becomes Deathstroke. Yeah, but that that's that's interesting. That's cool. That's that's too much. They can't do that one. But uh, yeah, so that's Pennyworth, everyone. I'll be sure to keep you posted on that one as news breaks out. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Uh, from there, we got a little bit of Spider-Man news, or particularly Venom news. We uh, we both read Venom number one there from Donny Cates, and we kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. It was pretty cool. It was pretty interesting. Well, apparently, uh, Marvel editorial heard this, and they're like, what, you liked that? You liked this new take on Venom? Well, guess what? Two brand new Venom miniseries for you! <laughs> Venom for everyone. Venom Isn't for this every- just, like, on the hot on the heels of, like, Venom getting all these other miniseries? Like, Venomverse and Venomverse, all this other shit? Venomized, his crossover yeah. with uh, X-Men Blue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, apparently it's the it's the summer of Venom over here, and we got two coming our way. The first is called Venom the First Host, and it's written by Mike Costa, the dude who wrote the Venom series before that neither of us were reading. This apparently retcons the symbiote's history once again. Now no longer was Peter Parker or even Deadpool the first human that the symbiote touched. Apparently there was another human you didn't know about, which is why it's called the First Host. Oh, God. Oh, why, why did it have to be, like, a human? Why couldn't it have been, like, an alien on some far-off world? That would have been cool, right? Yeah, like, like, and they play it like the thing. Oh, yeah. Or it's, like, infected them, and it, like, it's, like, talking with them and everything, and, like, taking over their whole body and grotesque, like, body horror and stuff. Because, mm. you know, Earth is the planet we live on, Matt, and the stakes could never be higher unless they were on Earth. <laughs> And uh, the second one here, and this one, this one is just so goddamn hilarious, and Donnie Cates was even taking a little shit over this one on social media. It's called Web of Venom Venom. And it's... Venom. It's a Vietnam miniseries based around... You remember the the team of soldiers that Eddie Brock had to break out in issue number one? The Sim Soldiers? Yeah, yeah. This is their origin story. This is the origin story <laughs> of the Sim soldiers in the first time Project Rebirth tried to give symbiotes to soldiers. Uh, and it, it, well, did you say Donny Cates was writing this? Yes, I think he's writing this one too. Uh, I was going to say, if it wasn't him writing, I can just imagine they like, like Marvel, like read that. And it's like, Hey, that's really interesting. We're going to, we're going to take that story from Donnie and, and like write our own story. Yeah. <laughs> and while Donnie's like, I have a few ideas about this. <laughs> uh, it, it really does sound like he was pitching it where it's like, yeah, you know, but what if, uh, what if the government was using symbiotes on soldiers, even before flash Thompson go on. And from there we find it. Eddie Brock, no, 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 go, go back to the sim soldier program. Did you just say super soldiers with symbiotes? Oh fuck, Donnie! We're so hard right now. Make that into a thing. Yeah, how many series can we get out of this? How many variant covers can we get? So many, and every variant cover will be referenced to a different Vietnam movie. Oh god! So you got like the Apocalypse Now and Platoon covers, where it's just like a dude doing this up to the sky, and he's covered in black goo. <laughs> yep, that's a thing, everyone. That's a thing that's happening. And in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, that's kind of cool to see a spinoff about the Sim Soldiers. But then I'm like, but we've only had one issue with the Sim Soldiers. (laughs) And not even, they showed up in a picture. How do I know I like them yet? (laughs) Also, I guess that Rex dude is going to be a character in this one as well. (laughs) 
but yeah, but guess what? The 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 Spider-Man family news was not done there because they're already hyping up the next big Spider-Man event and it's called Spider-Geddon. <laughs> what a what a what a name. What, what a, a name. What a creative name. It's nice to know someone found my uh, school notebook from when I was 13 and writing down a bunch of potential event names and they ran with that one this time. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like, what haven't we used yet? Yeah, Venomverse, Spiderverse, mm. Spider Geddon, a billion dollar idea. Billion dollar. Uh, I also would have uh, accepted Spider Ocalypse. Uh, that one also would have been okay. Uh, spider Side. Oh, no, wait. We already had a Spider Side. Shit. Uh, we can't <laughs> have that one. Um, spider Doomsday, Spoomsday. No, that doesn't work. We'll just go with Spider Geddon. <laughs> Yeah, it's got a, a big spider meteor is going to try and hit the earth and oh. Spider-Man and all the spider people have to go up and drill a hole in it and put a bomb in it. <laughs> you know what? I know you're making a joke, Matt, but that actually sounds like an event storyline. That sounds like something they would I'd read the. I'd read that. I'd read it. And there's a universe where Ben Affleck became Spider-Man and not Batman and he has to team up with him as well. Yeah, with Bruce Willis Spider Man and 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 Steve Buscemi Spider Man who gets space madness. <laughs> oh, friggin' Spider Shemmy. <laughs> now again, they haven't announced anything about this. Just the name Spider Geddon, which I mean, it could it could literally mean anything. Yeah, is this going to be written by Nick Spencer? They have not said if this is going to be a Zadarsky thing or a Spencer thing. Oh, maybe it's both of them. Possibly. I imagine if it's as big as they're claiming it is, it might run through both books. My uh, my theory and the thing that I'm hoping and the guns that I'm sticking to on this one is I hope it is Spencer and I hope this is like a Pleasant Hill thing. Because I remember when we heard about Pleasant Hill as an event, we're like, well, that's a stupid name for an event. Yeah, yeah. And then we read it and we're like, oh, oh, okay, okay. In uh, In context, it actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm looking forward to if if this is written by Spencer, I'm looking forward to it mainly because I'm gonna be getting back into Spider Man once yes. Spencer takes over. And this will be my first event since um Superior Spider Man. It's been a while for you, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's an interesting time to be a Spider-Man fan. That's most definitely for sure. And uh yeah, that more or less concludes the news right there. Yeah. But you know what, that's okay, because uh, all the nice fans out there who are watching, and some who couldn't make it, uh, were nice enough to give us some fan questions, so with that I'm going to go over and we can read some. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we got uh, we got some fan art here too. Actually, you know what, this, this is a live show, and I never thought I'd have to do this. I have to go to the bathroom, Matt, so you read the chat and entertain <laughs> people, and I will be right back. <laughs> okay. Joe. Oh, goddamn Joe. Um, all right, questions. Let's see some questions, eh? Uh, do a spider war, but DC is doing flash war. That's true. If, when does flash war start? Does anyone know when flash war starts? Because I'm interested in reading that since I read the prelude, which was for some reason three or four months ago. I have no idea why. What's it going to take down? Do the damage of one more day. Uh, another deal with the devil. Another deal with the devil will undo that. I think. Next flash issue is Flash War. Jesus Christ, that came up fast. Um, okay. Twitch. Sorry, my chat just closed. 
they'll wait for older fans to drop off and undo one more day. That's I don't think they're going to undo one more day. I think they're going to keep it because of just the 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 talk it still gets to this day. It still is talked about. So I think they're going to keep it. Read. I am no. I am not reading the fan. I I have read it, and I'm no. It is not being read. It's being locked in a vault that's going to be shot into the sun. What do I think of Zod being Jaws' brother in Krypton? See, I'm I'm kind of confused about that because because it's like he ma- it makes him Superman's uncle, but he's General Zod, but he's from the Zod family, so he's also an L. And it doesn't make much sense to me. I'm assuming there's going to be something in the last episode that explains that. Other than that, it's kind of weird. It's, it's cool. It's an interesting take. They kind of went, I think they did the same thing in uh, Superman Earth 1, uh, whatever volume Zod was in, volume 3. Uh, I think they did the same thing there. But uh, it's it's very interesting, but also kind of confusing to new readers and new viewers. Tell Joel to control his bladder. Well, thing is, no one can control Joel's bladder. Joel's bladder controls him. Isn't Zod from the future? Zod is from the future, but he's not from the future that Adam Strange is from. He's from a future that's before the Adam Strange future. It's it's very, very complicated, uh, the time traveling Krypton. They've made it overly complicated for some reason. You have to make a team of the edgiest heroes in DC you can think of. Uh, I'll just make it the team one person, and that's Snowflame, the guy who gets high on cocaine, and cocaine gives him superpowers. That's the guy who's the most edgiest character in DC. What's worse, Superman getting a divorce or the crisis getting rid of the marriage? Probably a crisis getting rid of the marriage because the divorce can be undone, where it's like, uh, a universal event that that gets rid of a marriage is kind of undoable in a way. But uh, I, and I think that's what Bendis is going to probably do. He's probably going to divorce Lois and Clark because no one's no one's asked him that yet. Everyone keeps asking him if he's going to kill Lois and John, and he keeps saying no to that question. But no one's asked him if he's going to separate Superman and Lois. I I hope he doesn't destroy the marriage though like both the um both the little snippets we got of of his work for uh Man of Steel kind of think make make me think that he's going to destroy the marriage or at least separate them in a way that they're not together in these issues. It'll watch the Agents of Shield finale. Yes, yes, I'll watch the Agents of Shield finale. Uh, I'll probably talk about more of it when Joel gets back from whatever he's doing, um, because I want to talk to him about it because it was a really good uh, ending to the show. I thought it was pretty, pretty stellar. Honey Benders, Honey Benders does not give a shit. He does not care, and he, he says he does, but I don't think he does. Why would Bendis divorce Lois and John? Drama. Just sheer drama. That's all it would be for. And Joel's back. 
sorry about that one. That wasn't going to wait. I'm just like, man, how many times have we done this show and I've never had to run <laughs> to the bathroom, but the one time it's live, the one time it's a hundredth episode. It's that, it's that cheap cranberry shit. Yes. Uh, yeah, no doubt about it. Cause I felt fine before I started drinking it, but then it was just like, mm-mm, mm-mm, not today. <laughs> Even your body is like, no, I don't want this in me. <laughs> but it was so cheap. It was a dollar. So I answered a few questions. You can go back through and, and look at them because you might have uh, different opinions to what I said on some of them. Well, uh, we'll take the chat questions in a second because we are going to move over and take the hashtag TCM100 questions that people were nice enough to send to us from throughout the week. Fantastic. Yeah, so the first one here, we actually have a very nice piece of fan art. This is from Jacob. It's our setup of the two windows, only there's three, and Deadpool is in the center of us, and Deadpool is talking mad shit about our 100th episode, being like, oh, did you think you weren't going to have to talk about me? (laughs) They're actually pretty good captures of our likeness, I must say. They, they, yeah, they, they, they're pretty good. They're, they're not pretty bad. good. They're not bad. I like the one. He even got it right down to my little earbuds and your big uh, headphones. <laughs> so that one was quite nice. Uh, we got another one here from Louise. Hey, guys, congrats on 100 episodes. Thank you. Now for the question, are there any plans to bring back interviews at a later date? Thanks for keeping up the great work. Uh, yeah. I mean, I've always wanted to. It's, as we said at the beginning, it's hard to schedule these things. I have at least one person lined up who I'd like to talk to because I like their YouTube show and I think there'd be some good fan crossover. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'd like to have interviews, yeah. um, make a comeback. And uh, I, I've said to Joel in the past as well, we should try and schedule guests as well. Not for just when I'm not here, but also no. when I'm here. So we've yeah, got like yeah. a third person. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my idea was always that, you know, I tried doing interviews before both on this channel and on other channels. They never did the numbers I want, but the idea I was thinking is that if I, like, hide them in the middle of an episode, people will have to listen to them. <laughs> or or even do the thing which, hey, you know, when Josh came on, it was nice to be like, oh, mysterious special guest, and everyone had to listen, because it's like, oh, well, who's the mysterious special guest? I don't know, I gotta click, and that yeah. one actually ended up doing good numbers. We should do that again and just have me come on. Exactly, just to <laughs> fuck with people. You're right, Matt, we should do that. Whenever we're really hurting for numbers, let's do that in, fe- in February when all numbers suck. Let's do that. <laughs> That'll be the thing. Uh, thank you, Louise, for that one. Uh, we got another one here from uh, Zatharel, Zathriel, yeah, some fantasy name, you know who you are. Hey, guys, congratulations on 100 episodes. I have a question. Have you ever considered reviewing or talking about My Hero Academia, either the manga or the anime? I think we've... I think we... Uh, I know I've, like, like mentioned the anime a couple of times. I feel like this is the most asked question to anyone with a comic book channel or show. Hey, you gonna talk about My Hero Academia? Yes, I know. It's superheroes and anime. Tell you what, I, I would love to watch more anime, I don't get the chance to because my life is filled with capes and spandex. There used to be a time when I watched a fair <laughs> amount of anime. Now I watch maybe a show a year, if that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I for a time there, uh, went back and watched like a couple of the bigger animes and started getting into the more niche stuff. Um, but I kind of fell off it because of like work and everything. Um, but I, I stuck with My Hero Academia and it's just recently started its... Uh, third season i think it was um in english and yeah it's it's pretty good it's pretty good might uh, might be time for me to go back then and check out if there's that much content uh 
Here's one longtime fan. I uh, know this guy here. Amazing Spider-Man. What has been your favorite moments of doing a podcast? I'll let you go first, Matt. Oh, geez. I don't know. Um, it It's fun. I, yeah, I mean, I know. we wouldn't do it if we didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like my favorite thing. I get to talk about comics. Yeah, pretty, and people listen to me. I guess, yeah, I guess it's getting yeah. my voice out there. It's getting to, you know, uh, know that I'm making some people's day even just a little better, and I'm not trying to sound pretentious there. I like I like being a part of people's daily routines, even if I've never met them. Yeah, and also, like, putting people onto new stuff they would never have read yeah. without, like, seeing, like, us talk about it or a review we did or something. Yeah, getting to be a consumer advocate. That's something uh, I don't think people think of, but it's something I like to think of. You know, I'm doing I'm doing some good in the world with this silly, silly job of mine. Yeah. All right, so another one. Uh, Alex, uh, if you had creative freedom, who would you put in the eventual Young Avengers MCU movie? Okay, so pick our roster then. Uh, just going by movie logic, uh, and it seems like they're going to be doing this for like the next movie. Uh, older Cassie Lang. Yep, that's a must. As Stature, um, Young Avengers. Uh, I guess Spider-Man, just because he's like a young hero. He, he is young. In there at the he's an Avenger, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, you could put Shuri in there, probably. She is also yeah. young and also in line to be a Black Panther at some point. Yeah, yeah, you put her in there. Uh, you could do Hulkling because they're doing the scrolls soon. Yeah, Hul- Hulkling or um, or like maybe Amadeus chose Hulk. That would be a fun one too. Uh, I mean, Wiccan because again, you have magic setup. It wouldn't mm-hmm. be too hard to be like, and hey, and here's the junior Doctor Strange, everybody. Yeah, then you could have like the Hulking and Wiccan thing as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, I guess. Uh, who else? I guess you need one of the Bradleys. You need, you know, like a, a Captain America stand, and of course, then you would have to yeah. explain the origin of Osiah Bradley. Which shit, that could be a Captain America sequel on its own. Yeah, either have like yeah, like one of the Bradleys, or like Cap's son from the future. Oh, that'd be fun. Maybe coming back in time or something. Put a little time travel yeah. spin on it. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah, the the sky's the limit on that one for sure. Uh, next question we have, Mitch, when can I be on the comic multiverse? <laughs> I, I wrote him back on this one. I'm like, next time Matt's sick or one of us can't make it, you can be on. <laughs> yeah, Mitch Mitch has always been good to us. Thanks for writing, Mitch, and staying in contact and everything. I'm surprised we <laughs> haven't had you on yet. I just, I just assume you're as busy as I am because you're in the same field as I am. I always feel bad reaching out to other youtubers and other podcasters because i know how that schedule can feel like yeah yeah it's a busy schedule it absolutely is uh jose asks not going to stop saying it i get the comedic gold fan fiction fan fiction oh yeah i guess he wrote a fan fiction about <laughs> us on his deviant art and wants us to read it tell, tell I, you i he i i answered this in the chat said it's not going to be read i've got to lock it in a vault and shoot it into the sun tell you what jose <laughs> if you want you can share it in the chat window but we ain't reading it. <laughs> oh no <laughs> let, let everyone else have a chance to read it but thank you for taking the time to ask the question and thank you for taking the time to write erotic fan fiction about your two favorite podcast hosts which is what us. have you done joe you've opened you've opened Pandora's box. The arc, you've opened the ark of the covenant everyone's face is gonna bright <laughs> burn off oh, by god it's glorious 
Devin Baca, another longtime fan. He's always doing the follow Friday things. If you were to work at Marvel or DC or IDW as a writer, which book would uh, book would you want to write? Does that even need to be asked? <laughs> I, I think we know. Matt would like to write Superman, and right now I think I'd like you to write Superman. I'm a little scared about the Man of Steel's future. <laughs> I'd write Superman or I'd write Batman. There you go. I would want to write Green Arrow, obviously, but I I don't even trust myself with the character. I think I might be too much of a fanboy. I might be too close to the material. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's possible. Sometimes fans don't make good writers is the thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who, who, who does IDW own at the moment? Uh, or for the... Do they still own Transformers? I, I don't know. That shit gets ping-ponged back and forth so much. No, not IDM. Uh, IDW. <laughs> do they own G.I. Joe? I think so. I want to say that. Oh, they own Star Trek. They own Transformers. Ooh. Ooh. I, I'm sure Matt has a Star Trek pitch in him somewhere. Yeah, somewhere, yeah. I think they got uh, they got Popeye. I think they have Sonic. I think they have those Sonic comics. Okay. Do, do they own the rights to Sonichu? Can I write a Sonichu <laughs> comic for IDW? <laughs> I got I got some ideas in there of what I think they should do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. change the canon. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Who 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 technically owns the rights to Death's Head? Because Death's Head is a Transformers character, but he also shows up in Marvel from time to time. I don't know. I think maybe technically Marvel. I know they're they they are the ones who are able to make toys of him. And, yes, because he was and, and Marvel like UK that. at the time when Marvel briefly had the Transformers license. Yeah. Uh, god tier james asked basically the same question if you and matt had to write one character from both marvel and dc for one arc who would it be we basically answered yeah yeah that's uh that's what i would do uh shaman of animation i know you and matt how you feel about this current batman run but how would you guys feel about tom king writing superman mm, he can mm. write 12 mm. issues and maybe take it from there i will admit the few times Superman showed up in the Batman run, I definitely I didn't hate him. I actually thought King had a better handle on his yeah. internal monologue than he did Batman. Yeah, well, I don't think he hates Superman as much as he hates Batman. Yes, and he clearly seems to have some very complicated thoughts about Batman. Very, very complicated. Very complicated. And some very complicated thoughts about suicide, because he puts it in all of his work yeah what are you what are you trying to tell us tom king do you do you need a hug do you need to tell us something <laughs> it feels like you're trying to tell us something with your work but yeah that's uh, that's that question yeah weirdly enough i think i'd be okay with him writing superman but only if it was a maxi series is the thing because it's like here's the thing batman is the longest comic run tom king has written because i thought about this everything else he's written has been short 12 issue series yeah, and it shows as well. He's he's he, he he's spinning the wheels at the moment. Yeah, and I'm like I'm like, why is he making so many first time writer mistakes? And I'm like, oh, because in a lot of ways he basically is a first time writer for comics. Yeah, yeah, he's only done the miniseries. He's never written anything this long before, and it's showing. It's like, okay, well, I know what I want to do for my first arc. I'm Gotham. I know what I want to do for these fun one shots, and I want to get to the wedding. Well, what are you going to do in between then, Tom? Oh, I'll make it up as I go along. And it feels like he's making it up as he goes along. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of been making it up since, like, that Bane arc. Yeah, I was trying to think of that, too. I'm like, what was the last really solid arc? And yeah, it was I Am Bane. 
Yeah, and even then, that was kind of shaky. <laughs> it was kind of shaky, and it ended anticlimactically, where Batman just headbutts him and wins. Yeah, yeah. And, and even then, because I went back and watched my own reviews today, Batman still acts like an incompetent, crazy person, where he lets all the Arkham inmates out and arms them to slow Bane down. And I'm like, that's a terrible idea, but at least Alfred was there to say, that's a terrible idea, what are you doing? Yeah, all these people that, like, tell... Bruce and and Selena like they're doing terrible ideas are like completely gone now. Yes, absolutely. When they bothered to talk at all, again, we we're not going to talk about yeah. what we read this week, but because we're on this tangent now, when Booster Gold comes back from his horrible dystopian time travel thing with PTSD and he's trying to tell Batman and Catwoman what happened, they don't <clears throat> reprimand Booster Gold for doing anything stupid. They don't comfort him for the horrors he's been through. They don't do no. anything. They just stand there. <laughs> yeah that's what really frustrated me i was like did i miss a panel like where where is batman like like helping booster overcome yeah. this and what he saw and everything and yeah and 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 what and what bruce did to him and everything under under tom king batman and catwoman have become probably two of the least heroic heroes in the yeah. universe also where is batman going going you're a fucking moron brewster gold how would you think that that gift that you wanted to give me was a good idea how how you, you should be locked in arkham for that yeah where where was that conversation didn't get it no no that's, as i said in my as i said in my review all these questions that we have are, are just going to be left unanswered they're going to it's going to be oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and that's the really frustrating thing about Tom King's Batman run. Even when you think he's queuing you up, even when you think you know where yeah. it's going, that's like, okay, well, this will be interesting. Oh, you're just you're just gonna not do that then. You're just gonna glance. Yeah. At, okay, thought that was going yeah. somewhere interesting for a moment. I guess not. It's almost like that would be a writing task where it's like, okay, go back and rewrite these arcs, but make them good. Yeah, yeah would be a thing actually give them proper beginnings middles and ends but you know hey we're not gonna rag on tonking forever because this is our day matt this is our hundredth episode <laughs> uh what do we got another one here uh jason asks hey guys what would be your pitch for a superman book congrats on 100 episodes i think we've done this before we had a pretty good one for uh like a superman white knight superman boy blue what we would pitch yeah that that one that one was a really good one now i don't i don't know there's like i think a lot of writers nowadays just want they want to leave their mark on yeah, on yeah. the character and the problem with that is it means they they have to do a story that changes his origin yeah. or change like like with bendis doing that um and i guess tomasi doing that but doing that right yeah yeah We've, we've probably had so many pitches over the years, over our 100 episodes, that would be something I'm sure people could compile all of our pitches for books. Yeah, I had a big pitch episode. Yeah, yeah. There's, hey, Christmas is coming if, uh, what is it, if Stank Sinatra is out there listening to me because he, the, <laughs> he did the legwork on the last one. Hey, Stank, can you get to work on uh, the Comic Multiverse's greatest pitches? Because I think that could totally be an episode. <laughs> uh what else do we have here uh kenneth congratulations on 100 episodes listening to the show at work has been enjoyable thank you <clears throat> kenneth you see that's that's what we aim to yeah. do we want to be the show you listen to while you fuck around at work <laughs> yeah we want to be the reason you get fired <laughs> we want to be those guys that is our lofty goal and ambition for 100 episodes we hope <laughs> when people kill time they kill it by listening to us 
Yeah. Uh, all right, then. Uh, DNG, another longtime listener. In an alternate reality where you and Matt become henchmen or goons, hired goons, which supervillain <laughs> would you work for? Oh, that's a good question. Supervillain. I I'd want to go and work for Intergang. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, because they're they're. I I've said it before. Intergang has balls to try and do traditional organized crime in a city that has a godlike Superman reigning <laughs> over them. I I can be the guy that carries Bruno Mannheim's crime bible around. Oh, you know, <laughs> that's a good one. I mean. All the Batman villains, you'd probably get killed when they got upset because they're all yeah. mentally ill. I guess the Penguin, because you'd probably get a cool tuxedo and hat if you worked with him. <laughs> that would be your uniform of choice. Uh, working for Lex Luthor at LexCorp, because you would probably get a 401k and like an actual paycheck you could take to a bank. You wouldn't just get paid in clumps of cash. That that'd be good, but then you'd also have the problem like like in um in I think it was Secret Origins where you're like the janitor and you wander in somewhere oh, wrong yeah. and you get turned into the parasite. Yeah, that's that's also pretty bad. <laughs> that also happens a lot. Or you know, the building comes under attack by the crime syndicate, or you know, a fight with Superman and Doomsday breaks out while you're in there. It's true. You, there's a good chance you'll die working for LexCorp as well. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, what about Rachel Ghoul in the League of Assassins? You get to wear cool ninja pajamas, travel to interesting places, meet interesting people, and kill them. <laughs> Although, but are you alive or dead? Or is that the hand? I, I think that's the, the hand. hand. The hand. You could work for them. Although you never know with the League of Assassins, or the true. League of Shadows, or whatever they, they decide to call themselves that week. This particular week. I mean, working for the hand. Same deal. It would be cool. But I think you might have to die and become a sand ninja, and that's not as cool. <laughs> Just get beaten up over and over again by heroes and stitched back together with demon magic. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I guess aim would be fun because you get one of those beekeeper suits and get to do science. <laughs> yeah, one of those. What color beekeeper suit, though? The blue, the red, the yellow? <laughs> I mean, it really depends what season it is, you know. Orange is the new black, so I'm sure you'd want to get one of the orange ones. <laughs> uh, that was a good question. Uh, C22 asks, yet again, another longtime listener, Hey guys, great job on the show. Uh, keep going strong. Joel, no doubt this is a surprise. But two wrestling questions. Okay, I got this one. What's your uh, <laughs> MOTY? I'm guessing that's moment of the year. Would you ever do something wrestling related for a second channel, like a podcast or something? Uh, maybe just from time to time. Uh, okay, what's my moment of the year? Uh, I guess all the stuff that's happening with All In right now is pretty cool. Uh, they sold out their tickets. It's going to be like a big indie super show. Would love to go, but the tickets sold out in half an hour. <laughs> and it's in Chicago, and I'm saving up for New York. Uh, I guess the weird and wonderful... Uh, what is it face turn for Braun Strowman from being just a big shouty guy who flipped ambulances to actually being like the hero that people deserve right now, <laughs> which, which I think that says a lot about where, uh, culture is at because wrestling always, uh, reflects the culture of the time. Who's, who's the hero of the people? Big shouty flips things guy. I'm mad at everything all the time. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that, that pretty much works. Uh, as far as a wrestling podcast, I have thought about it. Here's the problem. Much like video game shows on YouTube, there are too goddamn many. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm not really in that world, but like, yeah, I, I've seen like quite a few, like, or like channels that weren't ever that turning into that. Yes. Uh, Steven Larson, quite famously, they started as a video game channel and found huge success outside Machinima as a wrestling channel. In fact, they're one of the biggest ones now. I've thought about it, but the thing that always stops me is I'm looking to try and find a name. Every goddamn name is taken. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, just when you think, oh, that's a really cool name that's it's related to it, it's, uh, there's like 50 already yeah. with that name. <laughs> you, you know how I knew it was wrong? I was going to be like, okay, so if I do a show, I know Josh likes wrestling. Maybe we'll only talk about pay-per-views, and I'll call it Just Another Wrestling Podcast. I looked it up there. Just Another Wrestling Podcast is taken. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what about variations? Not, not another wrestling podcast also taken. Shit. <laughs> I guess it's not worth it. And also, again, I've been trying to do some video game and streaming stuff, and that hasn't really been working out, mainly because I haven't been able to focus 100% time and effort <clears throat> into it. So I imagine if I was to do wrestling stuff, it would be the same. Yeah, yeah. I will tweet about it, though. You can always find me tweeting about it. Mm. So there's that. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, Matt, but not Matt you, Matt Young, <coughs> another Matt, asks, uh, do you actually own any capes? If not, might there be a way we could help you get one made? If anyone would have their own cape, it would be you. <laughs> Man, that's a good question. No, I don't have my own cape. Maybe I should kickstart and crowdfund that. The funny thing is, is <laughs> other comic book YouTubers totally have capes, and they look pretty good, I hate to say. <laughs> Is it gonna be like 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 when Homer wears his movie? Does he have like a that that cape that like one of those capes? <laughs> yeah, really. That's the question. What kind of cape do you go for? Do you go the full Doctor Strange with the big popped collar all the time? Do you go like the Doctor Doom with the pauldron? Do you do like a '90s era Batman with the big spiky shoulders? Yeah, I, I, do you do like like a Spawn one where it's like a like, like a fifty meter long tapestry? <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm feeling really bored and don't want to shower or shave for the show, I'll just cover myself in the cape so I don't have to do as much work. You just roll yourself up in the cape. <laughs> Works for Todd McFarlane. It should work for me. <laughs> hey, tell you what, another milestone, if I ever get the P.O. Box set up for the show where we can actually get like physical fan mail and stuff to read, you can send me a cape then. How about that? <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Gerard Williams. Man, all the all the regulars coming out using the hashtag TCM. Uh, I always look forward to you guys every week. Happy 100th. Uh, could Cape TV possibly come back as a monthly series or as a Patreon exclusive? Again, this falls into the wrestling thing. I would love to talk more about television, and Matt and I always enjoy it when we do. Mm -hmm. But again... It's hard to put one together every week. I finally scaled back my podcast to something reasonable. <laughs> From like being on five a week to being on like two to three and like one happens every other week. I'm kind of enjoying my workload as it is. I would love to bring it back as a Patreon series. Maybe if we hit like another goal, we can maybe do something with that. Also, here's the other thing. Because Matt and I work so hard, we don't always get a chance to watch the shows when they air. No, usually it's like a day, day or two after, usually. It's true, yeah. So it's like time would be an issue. And as we've learned on the internet doing comics, you have to be quick. You have to be first. Yeah, yeah, you have to be that, that like literally minutes after after yeah. the, the show airs. You have to have a review done. <laughs> yeah, because if you don't, that's that's just the issue. 
Uh, yeah. ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. What else do we got going on here? That's a good question, though. The answer is maybe just not right now. Uh, Tevi asks, I uh, was just wondering if you guys would love to do a team-up video someday with... Oh, he's asking, would we like to team up with him one day after asking five other questions? Uh, again, Tevi, a little difficult as Matt and I live at different places in the world, so even just getting us together is a big deal. But, you know... Yeah, yeah. You know, never, never say never, though. Uh, another one here from Jose, which I wasn't going to answer. I was only going to do one a person, but this was a good one. Uh, time to settle it once and for all. Are the fans bloodies or sweaties? <laughs> That's a very good question. I tell you what. Do you want to be called one or the other? That, one or the is other. Is that a choice? <laughs> That's a choice. And hey, here's the thing. Because we're actually here, uh, what is it, with a live chat with 26 people. Hey, chat of 26 people, do you want to be bloodies or do you want to be sweaties? What is the official name? Of, uh, <laughs> of the old blood sweat comics. I mean, we're the comic multiverse now, but you know what? What would you have liked to have been called? <laughs> the real question is, what should we call the comic multiverse fan base? I've been calling them the comic multiverse universe, but as some people have told me, that's way too long. Multi. Yeah, it is. Do you want to be called multis or verses? <laughs> I'm a proud member of multi-nation. I'm a proud uh, Versi. <laughs> that's that's the real question there, multis or Versi's. We'll, we'll settle that one at issue, or at episode 150, we'll settle that question. <laughs> uh, what else do we got here? Ba -dum, ba -dum, ba -dum. Uh, one, uh, one Punch Sloth. Uh, who would you guys want to be in the oh in the MCU Young Avengers? We already answered this one. <laughs> well, well, another person asked the same question. Sorry, One Punch Sloth. <laughs> yeah, listen back and you'll hear our answers. You'll hear your answer. Sorry, someone stole your thunder on that one. Uh, okay, Broken Anthony. Uh, after Avengers Four, what major and small villain would you like to see on the big screen? For me, I would like to see Chaos King because why not? Or Annihilus and Mysterio, keep up the good work. Been listening since Blood Sweat Comics. Well, thank you, Anthony. Yeah, um, well, if this uh, Fox deals goes through, obviously we'll get um, the X-Men, we'll get um, uh, Fantastic Four stuff, so like Galactus, Annihilus, uh, Silver Surfer, all those guys. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole world of possibilities. I mean, Doctor Doom, obviously, when it's right down the road. Magneto, when it's right down the road. Uh, I'm, I'm pining for Kraven the Hunter. I want a good version of Kraven the Hunter on the big screen. That'd be pretty good. I'd like, another, I'd like to see another Doctor Ock. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's going to be a hard act to follow, but definitely. Yeah. Uh, another one here. Steph Kick King. Have you guys heard about the possibility of the new Spider-Man game being uh, the start of a Marvel gaming universe, which will be followed up by a new Square Enix Avengers game? Uh, what are your thoughts, and what could you want to see in an Avengers game? Yeah, I've heard of that theory. I don't see it happening, though. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see... Uh, I know there is a an Avengers game coming, Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it's going to be connected in any way. No. Um. But uh, I, I'd really like it. Like uh, that that Spider-Man game looks really good, and I'd like to see them follow that up with either another Spider-Man game or like another game set in that universe with another character. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would like that. It, it's harder for video game studios to play nice with each other, 
and again, mm. where it's like, you know, how, how does one do a shared video game universe? It's difficult if you're not the same yeah, studio. It, yeah, if it's the same studio, it's, it's easy. It's so easy. But yeah, inter-studio mingling doesn't really work very well no, I in, that, in, that, in, that, in that industry. Yeah. Uh, what I what would I want from an Avengers game? I don't even know what type of game is it. Is is it an RPG? Is it open world? Is it a side scrolling beat 'em up? What what is even the game? Yeah, again, like we don't know anything about this Avengers game yet. But yeah, it, I I'd like a I'd like a an RPG. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, uh, like a like a third person or first person RPG. Let's uh, let's do uh, Borderlands, but with Avengers characters, and you get to have a team of four of your friends online, and everyone picks a different class: Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, Captain Marvel, and you go out on an adventure and you beat up like Doombots and Scrolls and shit. See, that's cool. That'd that's be, cool. That would be fun. Or I don't know, like do do a next gen top down Diablo style uh, Ultimate Alliance thing. Oh wow! Yeah. That would also be fun, and again, have uh, drop in and out <clears throat> co-op for you and your friend. Because I mean, you know, what's the point of being on a team and having a team game if you can't actually play with people? Yeah, yeah, that would be really cool. And of course, that way you can start all sorts of arguments. But I want to be Rocket Raccoon. No, I want to be Rocket Raccoon. You can have a Rocket. You were Rocket Raccoon <laughs> last time. You be you be Black Bolt. No, Black Bolt sucks. <laughs> so yes. Yeah. That uh, hope that answers your question. Uh, next up, we got Jonathan uh, Illiburk. If they made a movie about the podcast, who would play you? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. I, I like that one. I don't know. Jack Black would play me, obviously. <laughs> hey, everybody! Welcome to the comic multiverse. Do you want to rock? I get someone like Jonah Hill or Seth Rogen to play me. <laughs> hey, Joel, we're going to do another podcast today. <laughs> Want to smoke weed out our pee holes? Definitely, Seth. Definitely. <laughs> but that's okay, though, because once they play us, we'll be friends for life. They'll follow us around for a week to get our characters down. <laughs> this, is, this is a good one to take to the chat. Hey, chat, who do you think should play us in a movie? Oh, King Claude says Kevin Owens. He does do a little acting on the side. He could play both of us because apparently we both look like him. Yeah, everyone keeps saying I look like Kevin Owens. Yeah. Kevin James. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. S Seth Green. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to put on a couple pounds for Seth Green. You have to wear, like, some big platform shoes to be either of us. Yeah. <laughs> no one no one said Brad Pitt yet? No one's n no one's going to try and handsome us up a bit? Come on. <laughs> Come on, this is the movie version. We can change that short as shit. Tom Cruise and Tom Cruise. He's too short. He's too short. <laughs> Tom Cruise is Matt, but through the power of uh, what is it, movie magic, he does. No, he wouldn't even do movie because he gets into the role so much. He probably would like like I got facial surgery to look like you. It's permanent. There you go. Cyborg Soldier says Melissa McCarthy. Well, she is in everything. <clears throat> Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. He's, Being he, Joel. he's still acting. Terry Crews. I mean, just Terry Crews is good in everything. <laughs> Same with Chadwick. Terry Crews and Chadwick Boseman <laughs> as the both of us in the true life story, exactly as it was meant to be. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum as oh. me. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, well, 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 welcome to the, the the comic multiverse on today's show, Chaos Theory. 
podcasting always finds a way, Matt. And then I just played the, the piano randomly. <laughs> the Rock as Joel and Terry Crews as Matt. Oh, see, when they make it an action movie, that's what it's going to be. It's just going to be <laughs> us talking into microphones and crashing cars. Yeah, that's when, when like, uh, our podcast building is going to fall <laughs> on, on the city or something, and we got to, like, stop it or something. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Well, Vin Diesel is a giant <clears throat> nerd, so I could definitely see him being attached to this project. <laughs> No, really. He would just—he would just like, like, like base our characters, uh, base us on like D and D characters, hey, and got, just play play those D and D characters. Look, I got this drow witch hunter I've been playing for twenty <laughs> years. I think you'd be really good in this. <laughs> I'm Vin Diesel. Oh, you know, we could do a, we could do the really dark version of it where uh, you're Mel Gibson and I'm uh, what is it? Who's who's that other dude? Uh. Uh, from Daddy's Home, what the fuck's his name? Uh, God damn it, uh, Transformers dude. Why am I blanking on his name? Right uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark, yeah, Mark Wahlberg and Mel Gibson to play the two of us. <clears throat> that, that, that'll be the dark, fucked up version where it's like, should, should either of those two have been allowed to do it? I mean, the the one guy made Jew comments and the other guy did jail time for hate crimes. <laughs> yeah, did you know that Mark Wahlberg did time for hate yeah. crimes? That's yeah, yeah. That, that's fucked up that he gets away with that and no one brings that yeah. up. If I knew him, yeah. I'd be bringing that up every day. <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, re- remember when you committed those hate crimes, Mark? I do. <laughs> and went to jail for it and didn't feel bad for it? I know you were in your 20s, but still. <laughs> Not only that, he, like, went to jail for that and then, like, came out and was like, hey, he- here is, like, Entourage that's based on my life yeah. and it's really successful. And and here is his Boardwalk Empire. and. Yeah. and- <laughs> For real, I know it's really, it's really messed up. Uh, but say hi to your mother for me, goat. I just hope she isn't Asian, though, goat. I don't like that. Uh, Nova asks if you could do a DC game in the style of Marvel Ultimate Alliance, who would you choose for the lineup? What would the storyline be? What would it follow? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, what would the story be? Well, it would have to be a crisis. It would have to be Justice League Crisis. It would have to be based mm-hmm. in one of those time periods so you could bring <clears throat> in all the different versions of all the different heroes that you love. Yeah. I uh, I would have Green Arrow on my team, obviously. No doubt about mm-hmm. that. Uh, who else would I have on the team? I'd have Nightwing, because Nightwing is cool. And I'd have, uh, like, Deathstroke in there, because Deathstroke is also cool, and because you can pick from heroes and villains for your team. Yep. Uh, God, who else would I put on that team? Who else is really awesome? Um, oh, and Batwoman, because we talked about Batwoman already, because why not? Because <laughs> she's going to be in a movie, and she's getting a, or she's going to be on TV, and she's getting yeah. a big pitch. Who, she's going to be popular. She's going to be pop- Who would your team be, Matt? Just the Superman family? It would just be all the Superman characters. You and, and you get the book. That's all you need. That's all you need. You really do. And, of course, much like Ultimate Alliance, if you get teams from the book, you get, like, a special bonus. So it would be Family yeah. of Steel. Yeah, you get you get the bonuses. Yeah, you're basically playing on easy mode if you pick all the super people. <laughs> I pick Superman and Superboy and Supergirl and uh, that new super hyphen man he can join too. <laughs> there you go. Uh, is that... Uh, okay, I guess that's everything for the... Uh, what is it? Hashtag TCM uh, questions. But we can take some questions from the chat later 
I would say right now we should move over and talk about Deadpool, because this is also a spoiler cast on top of being our 100th episode, so that's a fun one. That The next two episodes are going to be spoiler casts. This is going to be Deadpool, and next week's going to be Solo. I know, right? It's hard to believe, right, that both those movies hit so close together. Yeah. I, I'm seeing Solo, what, in a day and a half? Lucky bastard. <laughs> but aren't you always... Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny. I, I guess before we even start talking about uh, Deadpool, hey, if you didn't see it, spoilers abound. We hope you enjoyed the show, but you wouldn't be hurting <laughs> our feelings if you wanted to mute us and come back when we were done. Uh, apparently, yeah. it's not doing great at the box office. It only made like $53 million, uh in North America. Well, you got to remember it's an R-rated film. That's true. Did, didn't hurt the first one, though, but this one they seem to kind of be uh, taking a bit of a hit on it. Yeah, it's it's kind of strange because the movie the movie's really good. It is. It's very enjoyable. I think coming so close to Avengers probably hurt it the biggest of all yeah. time with like billions of dollars. I think had it come out in like August, right when it was supposed to, it might have done a little better. Yeah, I'm, why did they move it in the first place? I assume that was the studios playing chess and fucking around. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe maybe it uh maybe it it uh it fucked up. <laughs> maybe I have no clue about that. Also, too, D- Deadpool the first one came out in February. It came out around Valentine's Day with mm-hmm. no competition to it, and it cleaned up because you had people doing like repeated viewings and people taking their friends and be like, no, 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 you need to see this. It's hilarious. I don't think they really had that with this one. I think people you were either in or you were out on Deadpool too. Hmm. But, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, but yeah, I mean, I guess we can get into the movie proper. It's like a year after the last Deadpool movie. Uh, Wade is doing the whole super assassin thing. Yeah, he's still doing his uh, contract killings, killing uh, nondescript Asian mm. gang members and all Russian over the place. And, and everything. And Rus- Russians <laughs> breaking up funerals and yep. all sorts of stuff. <laughs> Which is funny, when he uh, gets out of the coffin like <clears throat> that, I'm like, ooh, it's like that bit from the Punisher PS2 video game. <laughs> it's just like that. Frank is looking at him like, motherfucker, you stole, you stole my bit. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they they do the bit again in the first movie where it's like, hey, you, you remember we used uh, Angel of the Morning during a fight scene and that's like an easy listening pop song. That's not something for a fight scene. And here they use Dolly Parton's 9 to 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it fits so well because, yeah, it, it it's made like the, uh, the scenes are like depicting Way's life between 9 to 5 and his work and everything, like the song talks Mm. about. (laughs) I I appreciated it too, because I'm like, yes, Deadpool would be a Dolly Parton fan. That is something he would pick for himself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, His life is forever changed and forever altered when, uh, hey, Vanessa gets killed, which I think we all kind of saw coming. Vanessa gets killed, and then they they treat us to like a uh, a very James Bond Spectre yes. opening where all of the credits are like like did they really just kill her? What the fuck? And I thought that was really cool. That uh, that was also pretty fun and pretty funny. I got a kick out of that one. At least <clears throat> it, like uh, we we even said when they when we didn't see Vanessa in the rest of the trailers, where it's like are they are they really getting rid of the love interest when the whole first movie was all about the love interest and being a love story? But at least at least they owned it in that. 007 thing with Celine Dion being like, wow, that was unexpected. Wow, that was pretty stupid that they would just kill her like that. And they kind of sort of undo it by the end also. 
Yeah, and I like that they're like, like how they're like, like oh, it kind of makes sense because this was done by one of the guys that killed the dog in John Wick. John Wick, <laughs> which it literally was. Yeah. <laughs> you can also really tell that this is the John Wick guy doing because there's way more fight scenes there, way bigger and way more violent than they were in the first one. Yeah, well, it helps as well. They got a bigger budget. They really, really do. It's funny. It was it was Tim Miller who was famously quoted as saying, "You know, I I didn't want to do the sequel if we were just going to do the same movie again for more money." And for better or worse, there are moments in Deadpool two where it's like, "Oh, this does feel like the first movie again with more money." <laughs> they, they, the thing is as well, they they make fun of that as well. They, they do. Make, they realize that they're a sequel with bigger budget. Uh, a new director and like bigger action scenes there, and they there, make fun of that there is a fair amount of lamp shading there is a fair amount of like oh hey in the first movie deadpool got his arm chopped off and it was a gross baby arm and wasn't that funny now we're doing gross baby legs at more or less the same <laughs> point in this movie hey look uh, look how we lampshade it <laughs> that bit was so funny that was funny pretty, you're, you're donald ducking it huh you're <clears throat> just you're just shirt fucking it huh <laughs> All right, <laughs> T.J. Miller, who is who is a bad bad man and got in big trouble, but is still pretty funny in this. <laughs> you know, this was made before he got in trouble and was bad. <laughs> yeah, this this again, I had to keep reminding myself. This is before uh, sexual harassment and bomb threats. T.J. Miller, this was still good. <laughs> T.J. Miller. <laughs> uh, we get our Josh Brolin as Cable, who I gotta say did a pretty good job as Cable. Yeah, he, he's he's the the gruff uh, cable from the comics. He's a little bit more foul mouthed than the cable from the comics. Yes, because uh, but make, makes sense. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's 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 cable, and I do like as well that they they constantly keep making fun of his height and yes. how he's not the same height as the cable from the comics. That's pretty good, and that's also kind of like a Wolverine thing where it's like, wait, isn't Wolverine supposed yeah. to be short, but he never was. Uh, yeah. I, I, what I appreciate about the Cable thing and where I think they could have gone wrong and they could have messed up, I like that with Cable, they don't bother to explain what his deal is and that's probably yeah. for the best given the convoluted history of the character. They don't even bother her. Yeah, they don't bother going into like, oh, he's he's Cyclops' son from the future. Uh, but the, yeah, they just say, oh, he's from the future and his family was killed. Yeah, they don't mention the Cyclops connection. They don't even say he's a mutant unless you caught it and I didn't. Yeah. They, they, they call him a pissed off super soldier from the future, which is correct. Yeah. He, he <clears throat> calls his gun back to him a couple times, but it's like, wait, wait, is that telekinesis or is that just super high tech technology? Yeah, again, I, it's not stated that he's a mutant, but I, ima I imagine he is. I mean, I he, imagine he's got to be. He has to be. I mean, if you can get into a <clears> fist fight with uh, Deadpool and survive, you have to be a mutant. But still, I thought that was an interesting choice to be like, you know what? We're going to do Cable right by not explaining anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I also like that Deadpool constantly kept calling him a racist because he killed Black Tom Cassidy, who was a white guy. Man. <laughs> I was so excited in the theater when Black Tom Cassidy shot him. I'm like, that's a deep pull. Is he going to have a shillelagh? Is he, he going to have a wooden shillelagh that he uses his powers? And I leaned to the person next to me. I'm like, hey, you know, in the comics, Black Tom Cassidy was the running buddy and partner of the Juggernaut. Man, I wish Juggernaut was in this movie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, Juggernaut is in this movie. Juggernaut is in this movie, and he was played by Ryan Reynolds. Really? I did not know that. Yeah. He did, Holy like, um, the, the voice and I think maybe the mocap. Holy shit. 
shit, that's pretty awesome. Hey, if Deadpool 1 totally saved Colossus <coughs> as a character and did him better than he was done in any of the other X-Men movies, Deadpool 2 does it for Colossus. Or does it for uh, Juggernaut, sorry. Yeah, yeah, and he's only in it for a little bit, but he looks like he's got like the proper type of helmet. Yeah. He references Xavier as his stepbrother. That was um, pretty amazing. Again, it's like, are they going to bother explaining Juggernaut? Oh, you explain just enough about Juggernaut. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, he was he was a cool character. He was, he was he was like that. He was like that second villain, that kind of thug that like yeah. one of the other heroes has to fight, and this hero obviously being uh, Colossus has which, to fight him. Which how great was that that this movie finally delivers a Colossus Juggernaut fight, the likes of which we as comic fans have always wanted. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And, and they knew that too. They're like, hey, hey, guys! But now Juggernaut and Colossus are gonna fight, though, isn't that? Sick? Yeah, big yeah. CGI fight. <laughs> which, which, yes, thank you for at least acknowledging that. That's probably one of the best hat hanging moments where it's like, look, do we need this fight? No. Is it really expensive? Yes. Are you gonna get it anyway? Yep. <laughs> they, I'm shocked that in a movie that's so self aware and so meta, no one said, "Hey, you're not Vinnie Jones." Yeah, the, that's really that's what I what surprised me. I was waiting for like 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 a muscle suit uh, pun or something mm -hmm. about Vinnie Jones. It's the same as like I, as I said in my review, the story is mainly about family and friendship and everything. I'm surprised there was no Fast and Furious uh, references uh, about family and uh, you know gross. everything Vin Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, yeah. you, men you mentioned the family thing, and I'm glad you do. Obviously, you know, <clears throat> Deadpool 1 advertised itself both in trailers and in the movie as, you know, it's it's a love story. It's a superhero romance because that's admittedly a sh cheaper genre than, you know, the action thing. And because that movie was made on a shoestring budget, it worked. Here they push the family thing, but I could not help but feel that it was maybe not as good if only because it's like, well, Deadpool never really had a problem making friends, and he already had a surrogate family at the end of the first movie. Seems like you're inventing problems for him, but okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I don't think friendship was ever his problem. <clears throat> he had a whole handful of friends by the end of the first one, and they're still his friends in this one. Yeah, well, I... I I think I said in my review, he doesn't really count them as friends. They're more like acquaintances, mm. like Al yeah. and the guys at the bar uh, are all like his acquaintances and work friends. Mm. They're not like family friends yeah. and everything. I, uh, and I like, I like that part at the bar where they give that that beardy bearded guy like oh, dialogue, yeah. and they they actually they actually make fun of this. This is the last time you get a speaking role, Buck. Yeah, no more speak. He, he's a character from the comics, Buck. I think he's like a Daredevil villain, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's Bullet Buck, actually. <laughs> no more speaking lines for you, sir. Uh, Dopinder had a pretty fun arc. The whole, oh, I want to be an assassin like you, Deadpool. I want to be your Kirsten yeah. Dunst in Interview with a Vampire. And here's the thing. The person I brought to the movies fucking loves Interview with a Vampire. So they were super into that. <laughs> and I'm it's like, such a random, random like pull. <laughs> I know what, what a reference. I'm like, really, of all the references, and then of course, hey, Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt is in the movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt plays the Fetisher. <laughs> That's pretty sick because apparently he wanted to play Cable, but the schedules didn't line up, so they let him be Vanisher. There's actually art of him as Cable, like concept art it. of him as Cable. I've seen it. Yeah. Uh, X-Force is in the movie, too. X-Force also kind of feeds into the whole, you know, family theme. 
but ultimately they throw away most of X-Force for a joke. (laughs) It's a funny joke, but I just wasn't expecting them to be thrown away when they were such a big part of the trailer campaign. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I love in the trailers and like the advertising for this. There, there's it's the birth of X Force. The X Force are like gonna be in this movie. It's gonna launch their movie, and they all die except except for Peter. <laughs> I wonder. I truly wonder if they knew when they were writing that if the like uh, writing was on the wall about the <clears throat> Disney acquisition and being like, yeah, nothing you do here is gonna lead to anything else. And they're like, well, we have this X Force script. Let's just fuse this one with Deadpool two, and then just let let's kill them for a laugh. I well, I, I think so, or I think it might have had something to do with like reshoots because I remember I've seen like like footage of um Terry Crews's character on like a roadway, obviously that roadway they were parachuting mm-hmm. towards, uh, like fighting bad guys and stuff. So like maybe they're like, let's not have this in this movie. Let's just take that All out right. and. I think it also might have had, had something to do with that um, uh, stunt woman getting killed on the oh, set or something. Yes, which which I, I don't remember. <clears throat> did, did they dedicate this movie to her memory? I think so. I, I, I I'm not sure. I don't think they did because I think the family of that dead stunt woman is still suing Ryan Reynolds and Fox. Mm. Oh no! <laughs> I know. Which what a bad time to try and sue them because it's like, well, we're not owned by them anymore. Go sue Disney yeah yeah um but yeah yeah i thought that was pretty funny that they like just they introduced them all and then just like kill them off <laughs> for a joke which is a funny joke it just i wasn't expecting it yeah yeah i wasn't expecting it but that's what made it really great <laughs> yeah where it's like oh man and the fact that they cast like semi-notable actors like terry Crews, yeah. and that they got like pretty name cachet characters like shatterstar yeah, Shutterstar, who they who they who he references, he's from Mojo World, oh my and God. Um, all this sort of stuff. It's really great. Rob Life, it's like you you look like you're created by someone who didn't <clears throat> know how to draw feet. Yeah, <laughs> man, I laughed so hard at Mojo World in my theater, and no one else got it, and everyone looked at me, and I'm like, oh God, I'm a nerd. <laughs> I'm I'm a nerd and I'm a better nerd than the people who sat behind me because there was the bit with the time machine at the end where Deadpool grabs it and the guy behind me is like, oh, is that going to be his teleporter now? And I'm like, motherfucker, Deadpool hasn't had a teleporter in the comics in like five years, you video game playing motherfucker who thinks he knows Deadpool. You don't know shit, motherfucker. <laughs> And, I, and then you were told to sit down by theater staff. <laughs> yeah, then, I, then I took down my pants, swung out my nerd dick, and slapped him across the face with it. Now be humble. <laughs> my, my dick slap just went viral. Be humble about this. But yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, Deadpool comics, Jerry Duggan got a name drop in this. Yeah, the main action sequence takes place on Jerry Duggan Way. <laughs> and thank you for actually using the word Duggan. People have fought me forever on the pronunciation of Duggan. Some people have said Dugan for the longest time. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've gotten into so many fights, and I'm glad I'm right now. <laughs> <laughs> Can hold that over now and be like, I'm right, it was Jerry Duggan. Also, uh, when that Chinese trafficker was on the phone there, Deadpool mentions a woman named Gail. I can only assume that's a Gail Simone reference. Yeah. Because she also wrote the character. Obviously, Rob Liefeld gets name-dropped again. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get a cameo, but he does get name-dropped. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised he didn't get a cameo. Me too, because, I mean, they <clears> didn't have... Well, suppose he had one in the first one. He was like a bar patron in the first one. Yeah, so. he was just sitting at the bar. He even says, hey, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty cool in its own way. Stan Lee didn't show up, but his face showed up. 
Yeah, he was on like a big uh, what, billboard or graffiti or something. Yeah, yeah. Also, apparently there was an Alpha Flight reference to like a travel company, Alpha Flight. Yeah, on the top of Dopinda's cab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was pretty clever. I enjoyed that one. <clears throat> uh, oh, uh, we haven't talked about the kid yet. Uh, Russell Firefist, who is played by the same kid for uh, Hunt for the Wilder People, and he's literally playing the exact same character as he did in Hunt for the Wilder People. He really is. He really is. <laughs> he, he even recycles some of the dialogue. He says, yeah, I'm a gangster. You know, I'll be Tupac and you be Biggie. And I'm like, wow, that's he's literally just playing the same character over again. I wonder if he did that and if that's just the way the kid is in real life or they told him to do that. <laughs> I think it's a bit of both. I think so, too, because his whole thing is like, you know, oh, I want Deadpool to like me and respect me, and I want him to be my surrogate father figure and everything. I'm like, that's that's literally your character motivation from Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> it really is, yeah. It, this is like Hunt for the Wilder People, but with superheroes. <laughs> Hunt for the Wilder People 2, Merc with the Mouth. <laughs> Uh, oh, the chat's reminding me, too, uh, Yukio. Uh, yeah, that's right, uh, Negasonic Teenage <laughs> Warhead comes back. And in a hilarious, I felt, inversion of the first movie where uh, Warhead is the only character who doesn't enjoy Deadpool's antics and is just bemused and exhausted by him. Her girlfriend is totally into Deadpool. It's like, hi, Wade, bye, Wade. I, th I think he's funny. Why don't you think he's funny? <laughs> uh i like that i like that whole bit with the um where just before he joins the x-men uh, where he's like just like uh powering around the lab in yeah. in xavier's wheelchair and we, we, he sees the other x-men in oh, the room yeah. when he's talking about like um why, why uh, never there's, there's never <laughs> yeah why is the budget so low <laughs> why do we never get any other cameos only for them to close the door also that those x-men are a mix of like the old and new x-men too they just superimposed a bunch yeah. of pictures yeah yeah <laughs> what what timeline are we in doesn't matter don't ask questions <laughs> that was that was pretty clever they they do that twice they do that with hugh jackman as well they just steal some footage from uh x-men origins wolverine and they're like yep that counts as a cameo and and apparently that's canon as well <laughs> that's a, that's canon now and then uh what is it then then he murders uh ryan reynolds before he can take the green lantern role <laughs> that was so funny there was so many jokes about green lantern and, like oh, yeah. uh the dc universe and oh, yeah. batman versus superman all the jokes they said weren't in the movie mm -hmm. were in the movie we're in the movie yeah <laughs> They, they, I will say this, as a sequel, this one was definitely a more cutting sequel than the first one was. They're like, oh, people mm. like this? Cool, we can come out swinging then. Oh, they definitely did. They definitely did. They reused the superhero landing joke again and being like, oh man, that hurts, why would anyone do that? Yeah, they, they, they do a lot of jokes about pedophiles. <laughs> they certainly do. Which, hey, let's talk about the pedophiles for a second. The uh, the leader of that group of, you know, government-funded religious fundamentalists who hate mutants for the sole purpose of being born, that's the brother from Ray Donovan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Eddie Marsan, who's playing not William Stryker. <laughs> yeah, basically. I, I did like this idea where it's like, yeah, you know, in the world of X-Men, there's not just Xavier's school, there's also, like, these, you know, fucked up, abusive, like, home for wayward mutants and shit. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, claim to be, like, sanctuaries, but they're, like, they're doing that, that thing that, like, those hardcore Christian groups yeah. where they, like, like, pray the gay away, yes. but, like, use electroshock and everything pray on Pray the and... mutant away is what they are, and I'm like, you know what? This yeah. is truer to the evil that the X-Men fight in the comics than, like, 90% of the other movies. 
Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, they made this character who's, I guess, a no-name character mm-hmm. who's just in the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically made him Reverend William Stryker from the comics. Yep, more or and less. And he's more, well, more comic accurate than the one we have in the movies. Yeah, and even then, I got into a conversation with someone. It's like, well, Stryker hated mutants. I'm like, yeah, but he had a roundabout way of hating mutants. He didn't start hating mutants. He hated mutants because his mutant kid killed his wife, and then he hated Xavier and the X-Men by extension because... Xavier didn't help fix his kid, and that grew into a hatred of mutants. Here, they had no reason to hate mutants, they just did. Yeah, they were just bigoted people. They were just shitty, bigoted people, which, again, you rooted for in that final fight, where it's like, yeah, fuck them up. Yeah, I like Cable's line there, where the guy's running away, he's like, ah, he even runs like a sexual predator. (laughs) (laughs) That made me laugh so much. That's a good one. It's so funny. There's... It's a very quotable movie. I like that one. He even runs like a sexual predator. My favorite is, whoa, 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 uh, pump the brakes, uh, or uh, pump the hate brakes, Fox and Friends. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that now. I'm going to start saying that now. <laughs> oh, also, what about what about the two rednecks talking about ass-wiping strategies just offhandedly, where it's like, oh, you know, the, the toilet paper, that's just uh, that's just your uh, your appetizer, you know, the baby wipes, that's the main course, you know, then you come back do, again. <laughs> do you know who those two were? No, who were they? Alan Tudyk and Matt Damon. Oh, shit. That's pretty good. Yeah, I, I recognize Alan Tudyk, uh, like, immediately. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Alan Tudyk. He's just playing, you know, Tucker mm-hmm. from Tucker and Dale. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who's that other one? And apparently, yeah, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. You can tell this movie was so much bigger, everyone wanted a piece of it. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, everyone wanted to be in it. <laughs> also, you can tell, you know, which jokes were uh, punch-ups, too, as King Claude says, which one hurt you, Baldy or Jared Kushner? <laughs> and, and indeed, that actor did look a lot like Jared Kushner, so... Yeah, yeah they, they, had the, they had to fight the pedophiles in nursing shoes. <laughs> oh, another funny one. There's some there's some good quotes there. Oh, uh, Deadpool gets covered in dust, and when he gets covered in dust, it looks like his X-Force costume. I'm glad I'm not the only one who saw that. I'm like, hey, he's wearing his X-Force costume now, but he's not really wearing it. He's yeah. just covered in dust. What a what a funny way to try and work that in. I wonder if they had that conversation where it's like, oh, well, for superhero sequels, you need a different, newer costume. Well, he has this one, but it's not as iconic as the red. How do we get around it? I like to think that was a happy accident where, like, like when they were shoot, shooting it, like, only half his costume got it, and they're like, hey, that looks kind of like the X-Force costume. Let, let's let's do this scene again, but cover him all in dust. <laughs> yeah, and see where that goes from. it. I mean, beyond that, what else can you really say about it? It was funny. I don't think it was as focused as the first one because it has that problem sequels do where they try and do too much at once, but it was still enjoyable, and I would still recommend it. Yeah, it was it was a really great film. Um, I, I laughed at like pretty much every joke. Yeah. I don't think there was any any jokes in there that was like, ah, eh, no, that didn't land or anything. A lot of people are taking issue with the dubstep joke, where they're just like, oh, that's a big long bit, and isn't dubstep already out of vogue? I'm like, oh, that's just a funny word, dubstep. Yeah, well, I get, and I guess that like that like that's the joke. Dead, like, dead he's talking about. The times. Yeah, yeah, that's the joke. I think, uh, but yeah, I, I liked it. I liked Cable. Yeah. I liked all the characters. I liked Domino. I oh, liked yeah, all that. We haven't that. talked about Domino yet. Uh, luck powers work really well on the big screen. It's basically like Final <laughs> Destination, but what if it worked in your favor? 
I think they may even make a joke about that. Where it's like, it's like, how would luck like trans? How would you even translate that into a big budget movie mm-hmm. with action scenes and that wouldn't translate at all. Yeah, this this is how it would translate. This is how we do it. <laughs> uh yeah i mean really what else they're talking about there we talked about easter eggs we talked about the post credits the several post credit <clears throat> scenes yeah yeah there was a couple of them uh pretty solid soundtrack they they didn't do a big call out like they did at the end of deadpool one where it's like oh hey and next we're doing cable they didn't do that here no i know I, maybe they didn't know what they were going to be doing <laughs> probably, probably because they don't know the future i mean i guess that's something we can talk about what is what do you think the future of Deadpool is? Do you think they're going to roll him in the MCU? Is he going to have his own franchise? Or is he just going to show up in cameo roles? Because they would be stupid to let Deadpool die on the vine when everyone loves him so much and he's become this cultural force. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I, I don't think he's going to be going anywhere. I think he's going to be sticking... They'd be, yeah, stupid to get rid of this this guy that makes the money and is yeah. popular. Um but yeah, I, I think he he could be folded into the MCU as like what we've said, just a character who realizes he's in a new universe, yeah, and just was just like, hey, new universe. No one knows what the fuck he's talking about. Um, they could do that. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe like his own sort of like brand, like a Marvel Knights sort of thing, yeah, where or it's a Marvel like Max. It's questionable whether it's in continuity, right. but it's like his own isolated stories. I, I can see why they might be apprehensive to team him up with like <clears throat> Captain America or Spider-Man because, you know, they're such good, wholesome characters and the Disney company wouldn't want these characters to be marred because, you know, like they visit children in the yeah. hospital and shit. But hey, wouldn't it be fun if you could have a Deadpool movie like starring the Netflix guys because they're already kind of R-rated anyway. They just don't get to say fuck. But if they did say fuck, you would make sense yeah yeah i'd like that or I'd, I'd like like just like do a deadpool movie on their own but have those actors like like captain america and all that appear in there but it's not counted as canon right because right. it's in like his separate like under his banner or something yeah yeah i mean how funny would it be to see like deadpool hang out with jessica jones imagine <clears> that would be like those two just bouncing off each other I, I think Jessica would get very uptight with him. Oh yeah, she would. She would, <laughs> she, she wouldn't deal with any of his shit. No, she wouldn't. Which I think would be hilarious. She would just like pick him up by the throat. Stop talking now, <laughs> you crazy person. <laughs> yeah, that that would be cool. I mean, hey, even just to see him hang out with Chris Evans would be funny. Where it's like, oh, you're Captain America. You know, I'm called Captain Cannon. No, you're not. But come on, my suit is red. <laughs> yeah it, it'd be really funny him trying to push cap's buttons yeah really it's like you're not you're not gonna get the better of me deadpool i am too good for this you're not gonna get the better of me it would it would kind of be like the relationship he has with colossus now where it'd be, yeah it would be like say fuck say fuck just one time cat just say it one time for me <laughs> yeah ooh, you go to hell <laughs> <laughs> we can say it together oh come on i'm gonna i'm gonna make you break bad at some point i promise <laughs> Because, again, it's like everything that he feels about, you know, the wholesome goody-two-shoes X-Men, I'm sure he would feel about the Avengers tenfold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, these Avengers have no problem killing, so he would almost be more inclined to hang out with them. They have no problem killing, but, like, they they do it, like, when they have to, whereas yeah. Deadpool, that's, like, his job. Yeah, they, they don't maim is the thing. He's big into maiming. yeah. I actually do kind of like that that's the impetus for what kicks off this movie. Deadpool 
and I would have liked to have seen more of this, and I think in a stronger movie they would have focused on this, Deadpool actually calling out the X-Men on their hypocrisy, where it's like, look, you're not going to help this kid because these, you know, pedophiles in nursing shoes are still technically in the legal <laughs> right here. Guess what? To serve justice, sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. And by the end, it's like, you know, you taught me to be a hero. Well, now I'm going to teach you X-Men how to bend the rules. I would have liked to have seen that a little bit more. Yeah, that's something I, I thought they were going to do. And they, they kind of did it with Colossus, like, yeah. uh, you know, giving um, uh, Juggernaut a, a, an electrical enema. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it, he kind of did learn, like, ah, we kind of need to, like, get our hands dirty a little bit more. Yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen a more movie based around that. Because it is funny, yeah. Deadpool as a character who's able to call that out in a way that no other superhero movie has really allowed a character to do. Where it's like, actually, the way you do things is bullshit, and I'm going to say why. Yeah, just, just stop pussyfooting around it and just get it done. <laughs> and also, too, like, in this situation, it's like, well, yeah, Deadpool was trying to save a bunch of children. I think everyone would agree that was the right thing to do in that situation. It's, it was a good way to endear the audience to Deadpool over the X-Men on that one, then they didn't really capitalize on it until the end. Yeah, yeah. I figured that would have been something. But yeah, I mean, that's that's Deadpool. On the whole, enjoyable is what it was. If you go see it, I don't think you'll be disappointed. But, you know, it's maybe... It's it's as funny as the first one, but it's maybe not as well a made movie. And a lot of that has to do with the budget and the fact that Deadpool 1 had to be super tight and laser-focused. Yeah. If anything, it's the best thing we could have asked for it could have gone completely yes. wrong and it like what we were saying leading up to this movie we were very concerned that it might be just a rehash yeah, yeah. of number one where it's not it's it's like i guess partly but yeah. like they do enough new stuff where it there is something go. new they do just enough new to justify its existence yeah is the thing so yeah i mean i guess that's this <laughs> is normally where we would end the show because we did our spoiler cast but because we're live uh, how much more time do you got, Matt? Do you want to sit around and take some uh, questions here from the si or 18 people hanging out in the chat? Sure, yeah. I, I know you did some when I had to run away. Yeah. But, but let's do some more here. So yeah, gang, we'll we'll hang out for like the next 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. So if anyone has any questions, <clears> make, <throat> them, uh, make them good and we'll answer them up for you here before we'll uh, call this one this is oh, fuck, this is gonna be a fun one to edit i just know because i'm gonna have to <laughs> grab it cut it download it and make sure that i get it ready for wednesday so for anyone who came late or missed this one you'll get it wednesday at the regular time we promise can't you just upload directly from twitch to twi uh to youtube i can but i want to make some cuts oh okay <laughs> <laughs> I want to cut that beginning part when we were waiting for people to filter in. I mean, if I was lazy, I would just do it. But, you know, I'm going to try and be not lazy this time. Uh, -dum -dum. Uh, what did you think of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. finale? Haven't watched it yet. Don't spoil it for me. That's one of the things I haven't watched yet. I was going to watch that and Saturday Night Live tonight, the finale of that. But I've been so busy. Haven't had a chance to. Yeah. I won't spoil. I watched it. I thought it was really, really great. It, 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 it was definitely a finale that they shot, knowing that that could possibly be their last season. Uh, so a lot of stuff gets tied up. But obviously, we're getting another season. So they, I'm interested to see where they're going to go from there. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, you guys get a chance to read Quicksilver No Surrender. Did that come out this week? <clears throat> yes, it did. Yeah, oh. I, I read it. Oh, I read fuck. it. Oh fuck! I didn't pick that up. Shit! I'll have to go back to that. It, 
It's pretty good. It's interesting. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but yeah, it's interesting what what uh, Saladin Ahmed is doing with uh, Quicksilver, and he's doing he's doing like like what he what he's done with um, uh, Black Bolt, and it's just like weird sort of maybe cosmic stuff. And yeah, it, it's it's very interesting. It's something that like when I was reading it, I was like, yeah, why why hasn't like the Flash done something similar to this? Yeah, that's that that's good. That's what I want from that series. Uh, the Matt Young, Joel, when you tell Benny to shut up, I tell him to shut up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a word in edgewise before I tell him to shut up. Uh, Cyborg Soldier, Mary Fuck Kill, Crane Dad, Alpha, uh, oh, uh, Hell and Alpha is in there. Oh, some of our favorite, most recurring characters. Yeah, Matt, Mary Fuck Kill, who, yes. who do you do in that one? Oh, uh, you know, Hell, you know, is just amazing, an amazing character you know so many faucets of his character the best um, thing to come out of the new 52 <laughs> some would say <laughs> yes <laughs> oh no i mean um, i guess i have to kill alpha because he's underage and if i fuck him that'll be illegal <laughs> I- i'm going to jail and i want to do that i mean uh i guess i marry crane dad because he's a dad which means he should be a good parent and I guess I, I guess I fuck hell then, but I don't look at him while I do it. Bit, <laughs> you fake. It's, bit, you it's fake very it. cold and mechanical. We we both know why we're here. <laughs> it's just get in, get the business done, and get out. Yeah. Tevia, did you get to read Superman special number? You know I did, Tevia. It's up on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know I did. I did my review on it. <laughs> he has it right here. You know the answer, Tevia. <laughs> Uh, looking to jump into Fantastic Four, should I start with the Wade or Hickman run before Slots run? Uh, both are really good. Uh, Hickman and uh, Wade's are really good Fantastic Four runs. I'd say if you go, if you're gonna get into it, um, like I'd say like wait for this new number number one that's coming out. But um, uh, before that, just read Marvel two and one. Yeah, which is really really good and will probably be a very good lead in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitch V, what are your thoughts on having to wait until summer 2019 for 13 new episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It is what it is. I mean, it's not like we won't have other shows uh, to tide us over until then. Makes sense, since Avengers 4 takes place right after Avengers Infinity War, Uh... and can't have a show take place at the same time. And Yeah, so I think think that the episodes take place after... uh, in after avengers 4 so they don't have to deal with the snap or anything because i think even the writer said like the snap would would have been a cheap way to end the season yeah yeah definitely uh cyborg soldier since it's not going to be up on the channel what was your favorite moments while working at cbc uh i mean getting to start my career getting my licks in learning how to make videos and uploads and everything yeah. you know uh that montreal comic-con was pretty cool that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same. We had some pretty good commentary tracks there. We we got to get, uh, what is it, <clears throat> Tom and Tom, because they have a channel right now, Secondhand Media. We got to get them back for a commentary at some point. Yeah, definitely go check out their channel. They do some really good stuff over yes, there. Yes, tell them, tell them Joel and Matt sent you for that one. We, we we wanted to do it at Christmas time, but we couldn't get everyone together. We wanted to do the brand new Power Rangers movie that came out. And in fact, we still might do that, hopefully, maybe this Christmas when everyone's off and not doing anything. We'll try and get those guys together and do something. Yeah. Excited about Luke Cage Season 2? Most deaf. I'm actually going to be going back to BC in June, so I'll be watching it over there. 
Yeah, that, that comes out soon, doesn't it? It does. It comes out surprisingly soon. Yeah, it looks really cool. Yeah, it, it does. looks really cool. Here's here's hoping they don't burn away the more interesting villain in the first half of the season and then just kind of <laughs> meander. Just kill him off for no real reason. Yeah, just just when he was starting to actually get pretty interesting and cool and everything was starting to click. Yeah. Uh, Matt Young, no more questions from me, but just wanted to say thank you and Matt for being awesome as fuck. Oh, well, thank you, Matt. We appreciate that. Oh, oh you're welcome. I sh- shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> uh, Cyborg- <laughs> Thanks for coming out. That's not. Yeah, thank you for joining us, everyone. We know this was impromptu on a Sunday night, and some people have work in school in the morning. It's appreciated. Uh, Cyborg Soldier, worst class you ever had. Uh, you talking in school or RPG class? Because I'm playing like a Blade Pack <laughs> Warlock right now in my D&D campaign. I'm not a huge fan of. His name is Orpheus Brightleaf, and he keeps getting killed a bunch. <laughs> I should have specced into Soldier. I'm trying to play him like a fighter, but he's not a fighter. I gotta keep remembering to go to the back. <laughs> Uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, any classes, either in uh, school or fantasy, that you were not a fan of? Well, uh, fantasy, I'm not really a fan of, like, um, classes. Uh, what's the class called in Divinity? Uh, I guess, like, like the Bard class in Divinity. I'm, I'm not a fan of that class. I'm like, just you don't, don't get shit done with that class. Yeah. It's got to be something with, like, range or something. There you go. I got to check out Divinity. They're doing a PS4 version of it soon. They are, they are. They, they, the first one's on PS4 as well. Nice, I will have to check that one out. It definitely looks super cool. Uh, uh, Tevia, question, Julema. What do you think of the Netflix heroes? Are they ever going to go to the movies? I hope so, <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the thing is, like, like what what's Daredevil going to do against Thanos? What's uh, Daredevil going to do against Galactus? I just, you know? just want to see them keeping peace in the street is all I want. I just want to see them acknowledged, yeah. if only for a minute. Because I'm a nerd, and I like it when my media connects. I, I would like to see, like, like the Punisher mm-hmm. um, show, show up, just, so, like, just like in, like, a Captain America movie. Yeah. Uh, just because of, like, their relationship in the comics is really interesting, where, like... Punishes kind of a fanboy yeah. of Cap of Cap and Cap's like uh, is like disgusted that he that that he kind of um what's the word like inspired those that guy yeah a little yeah. bit yeah that'd be something uh, Dante yeah. Turtle any hopes for E three uh, it seemed like a Canadian Walmart actually ended up leaking a bunch of big announcements for E three this year <laughs> yeah yeah good old Canada yeah not playing by the rules <laughs> no never supposedly there might be a new mortal Kombat. there might be a borderlands 3 there's rage 2 that looks like it's trying to be borderlands <laughs> super hard yeah there's loads of rumors about maybe a possible superman game mm. we can which hope. i guess i guess it probably isn't because they, they, i think they prop up every e3 it's like oh it's going to be announced this e3 that's the thing like be hey you know we're going to see some more beyond good and evil stuff this year silly silly people that game's never coming out nor is kingdom hearts 3 (laughs) yeah yeah i know they showed us a bunch of new footage but they're never gonna let us play it it's all just a cruel joke namora is playing on us uh now he's just got like five people on the check motherfuckers kingdom hearts (laughs) yeah uh oh uh, someone says new pokemon yeah supposedly they're working on a big new pokemon for the switch which if it's good it might actually make me buy a switch (laughs) 
Okay. Are you, are you going to buy a Switch and get that get, get those cardboard cutout things that they have? Uh, the, the, <laughs> Whatever the, the fuck they are. The, the Lobos or the Yabos? No, I'm okay. <laughs> I saw so many people working on setting up the Yabos, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. <coughs> it's uh, cheap labor. They couldn't build all the parts, so they just make <laughs> you do it. Oh, Nintendo. You guys are totally the, uh, you're the whatchamacallit now. You're the Ikea of the video game world. <laughs> oh here's a good one comic book waifus uh i'm not a weirdo but uh yeah i mean there's a lot of female <laughs> characters i like yeah I, i'm not some like anime we- weeaboo <laughs> we- weirdo but I, yeah I, I don't have an emma frost body pillow but you know she's all right <laughs> she's kind of got this like you know cold and different ice queen thing going on i mean you know <laughs> sin the red skull's daughter has got like this whole military thing going on that's pretty exciting but you know i'm not a weirdo <laughs> or anything <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is it? Uh, the, the, the Livewire is pretty fun, but she's uh, voiced by uh, Laura Hetty, so I'm pretty sure she's uh, not playing for my team. <laughs> that's, the, that's my canon. The voice actress was a gay advocate woman, so the character is a gay advocate now. That's my head canon. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, let's do a couple more. Uh, Joel has a type. I do, chat. I most certainly do. <laughs> Uh, someone's asking us to pitch a TMNT movie. I don't really know that much about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I I talk a bigger game than I actually do. Here's a pitch: that they're, they're Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they fight ninjas. They're done. I like it. Make it. Print it. <clears throat> uh, King Claude. Uh, Joel. We all know you have a Gail Simone body pillow. Look, you <laughs> you you can't prove that. <laughs> it's it that is. It's only slander now. You can't prove that in court. <laughs> oh, here we go. Cyborg Soldier. This will probably be the last one. I'm surprised we <clears throat> didn't get to this one yet. Thoughts on Thundercats Roar? I don't care about Thundercats one way or the another. In fact, it's been so weird on Twitter to see people getting so upset. Even people I respect getting upset about it. To where I'm like, what is even wrong with you people? Yeah. See, I'm not upset with like the cartoon and uh, like like a new cartoon and everything. I'm more upset at that people are uh, kind of making excuses and accepting this really subpar animation. I mean, it's what's that, in it. That's moment. the one thing that like yeah yeah. That's what I don't get. Like all these shows are like doing the same animation. I'm, like do something different. I mean, they they want that Teen Titans Go money. They want that <coughs> OK Go money or OK KO money because that's that's what kids are watching now. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's probably going to be like 11-minute episodes. And... Oh, um, almost certainly, because that's, that's where it's at right now. Now, that being said, I think a lot of this detracts from the fact that this has been one of the best times in modern animation. There's been so much experimental shit and so much cool shit right now. Uh, Rick and Morty, of course, before the fans kind of ruined it. Uh, Final Space, which the fans have not ruined yet. Uh, Last Man, <laughs> Gary and His Demons. Uh, Craig of the Creek, which, man, you want to talk about a show... That looks good, is directed at kids, but can actually be enjoyed by adults. That's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you, if you grew up on, like, Recess and Hey Arnold and the Disney Afternoon, you'll you'll like that one. Yeah, well, it won't be long until fans ruin that. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it will. I, I, I keep waiting. I'm like, okay, you know, what has the fan base ruined <laughs> this yet? Nope, we're good, we're good. Is this the day? Is this the day the fans ruined it? <laughs> Is this the day they ruined Craig of the Creek? How are they? How are they gonna ruin it? I don't know. <laughs> They'll find a way. 
All right, then, everyone. So I guess that just about does it, man. We've been talking for over two hours, and we've had at least upwards of 20 people, which feels pretty good. We've even got some nice cheers there. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, again, thank you, uh, King Claude, Trappy Jenkins, and Tevia, who did some cheering there. So, uh, yeah, I mean, thank you, everyone, for joining us on this 100th episode spectacular. We hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed making it. Thank you for supporting us and allowing us to do this, which is always nice. Yeah, it's great. I like being able to do this uh, on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's a a pleasure. It truly, truly is. Also, you'll have to tell us, uh, people who made it live and for people who uh, came later, is a live show something you would like and how many people can actually watch us Sundays at 10? Because like we said, that's Westworld time, that's Game of Thrones time, (laughs) that's Sopranos time 20 years ago. Yeah, well, not only that, is it viable as as in like, is it really shit quality? Is it like constantly dropping stuff like that? Yeah. Do do we meander more and do we like look at the chat more? Is that a problem for you? Yeah. Tell us. Yeah. Tell us comments, questions, queries, anything. Yeah. Do you like it more when we're more focused and everything? Do you like being able to interact and ask questions and everything? Because if so, we might make this a thing. Maybe maybe not all at once. Maybe like a live show once a month or something, and then, you know, we'll take it from there. Yeah, and we could even branch out and do things while we talk. Absolutely. That's totally a thing we could like do. Like play games or something. Yeah, so, I, yeah. I know. You, uh, you, you got the big fantasy board there from Steam because we wanted to play like some board games <clears> and shit, and I would like to do that. Yeah, we could play D&D or something yeah. while, we, while we talk and everything. It would, it would be hard with two people, but I, I, I have a campaign, uh, campaign I could put you through. All right, Matt, <laughs> you're in a room. Spike shoot from the wall. What do you do? What do you do? <laughs> Back out of the room and go to a different room. <laughs> <laughs> go to a different game. <laughs> D- damn it, Matt, I had a whole epic quest that was on the other side of those spikes, and you will never know. There was characters <laughs> and treasure and comedy. <laughs> I worked for five years on this. <laughs> and that's that's why it sucks being the dungeon master. You can work forever. It's like, okay, are they gonna are they gonna pick the magic ring and start No, they're not, they're just going the other way. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know, like goblins attack or something. I don't know. <laughs> goblins with spikes shooting out of their mouths there attack. And the dogs <laughs> that shoot bees out of their mouths. <laughs> what do you do against the dogs that shoot bees out of their mouths? Tell me. <laughs> Uh, all right then, everyone. I think uh, it's getting to the time we'll bring this one to a close. Again, thank you so much. If you missed it, this will be up Wednesday for everyone to enjoy. You can also rewatch it if you came late for the time it takes me to download it and delete it <laughs> from here. <laughs> so hurry, because as soon as we're done here, that's what I got to go do. Uh, also, if you're a Patreon member, you will get this first. I have finally, thank fuck, worked out the problem that has been bedeviling me with audio and rendering, so hopefully that won't be a problem anymore and you'll actually get a good, solid link you can download again. Fantastic. Yeah, there you go. And thank you, everyone who became a new patron. I wish I could have written your names down for this one. I will try and do that next episode, but we got like four new patrons so thank you for doing that it's always much appreciated that's what allows matt to get paid and that's what allows the show to stay afloat over on soundcloud and you know buy comics and shit yeah it's great yes it's always much appreciated so yes everyone on that note i am actually real deal bringing this one to a close thank you so much for watching and we will be back again next week Bye bye bye